The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a Ratchet Studio audience. Wow. Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool, cause you see we on the mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Give me 48. What's good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 48 podcast. It's your host, Phenom Back. Back. <laughs> it's your host Phenom Black, and I'm joined by the whole crew tonight. What's good, y'all? Yeah, I'm tired. I just got finished cleaning up and doing some shit downstairs. But yeah, what's good? Hi. Who was that? <laughs> you sound like an owl. Who? Who? <laughs> Who are you? I don't know. Who am I? I don't. I don't know. We have an intruder. Mike Jones. No, I'm just joking. Uh-uh-uh. Um, What's good, man? Yes, I'm. I'm here. Hopefully, I can stay the whole time because I'm exhausted. But no. Do people have missed you? Oh, I missed y'all. Okay. Yeah, it was people asking. What happened with Deidre? What'd y'all do? Nigga, we didn't do nothing. Yeah. Trump did it. Like, like, we, like we kicked y'all off the, off the show or something. We did nothing. Like Trump did it. If we could, if Trump did it, if we could say what we would. You talk about Trump. Trump didn't make Trump COVID. did it. <laughs> Trump he just did made it. it. He just made it worse. <laughs> it's never going away. <laughs> right, he made it worse. He just made it worse. Yeah. Oh, well. At least we're all here now, so I gotta ask, um, I know we did our little game night, but has everybody watched the episode of Insecure? I know, DJ, you asked me today had I watched it. Has everybody else watched it? That watches the show? It. Yeah, I watched it. Hmm. Huh? Who was that? Who was that noise? What was that sound? <laughs> no, I just got a flashback of Trash-Ass Molly, and that's what made me Oh, yeah. You know what? We're going to talk about it on the review. So we are <laughs> going to go ahead and we're going to do, I guess, Deidre, you you said we were going to do the review for yeah. episodes one and two Sunday night. Yeah, because I, I know that I will be off all day Sunday. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't want to give you a weekday and then I'll be like, oh, boom, we'll let the hospital. Nope, that so, works. Um, so we get to talk about the first two episodes. We'll get to talk about uh, Big Boy Lovin' and how Molly is not like Tony from Girlfriends and whatever the <laughs> hell happened <laughs> in episode two. But uh, this season is getting off to a great start. It is pure Issa Rae written season. I, I appreciate this. They did not hold back in the opening episode. It is just as messy as where we left off. So that is perfect. It doesn't even feel like it's been gone. Yeah, it was very good. That is that was great. So 
I was pleasantly surprised to see all of the people's comments. To see that Issa Rae was doing like a live thing before the the show actually aired. I'm surprised she didn't. I don't know if she did, but I didn't see anybody talking about her doing a watch along. I'm surprised if she didn't. This is like watch along season right now. Everybody should be watching their shows with their fans. We don't have nothing else to do. Can't go nowhere. So, you know, get to know the people that know you. And it was awesome. But yeah, my, my, uh, my backlog for shows right now is getting pretty fucking heavy. I'm surely trying to work through them. Usually I'll pick like one show, but me and my dad have been going back and forth about what shows we're watching today. What did you binge today? Uh, man, really? I, I, I got tired of watching shows, man. Like, it may, it's probably because there ain't no sports, but I've been watching all kinds of like when they like follow a team for a year. So I've been watching all those like and like in soccer though, like football clubs and all that stuff. I've been like three, four or five seasons of that. But can't watch any type any type of show. There's so many shows on my Netflix that are just sitting there being like, watch me and I'm like, I don't feel like starting you right now. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, how does it feel? Because, you know, a lot of everybody now is either like me and quote unquote essential worker so it's routine as you know or crazier schedule wise but people who work from home or just are at home and especially at home with all your kids nigga I don't know how y'all doing it. Y'all who uh, <laughs> talking to I'm, I'm just crazy. talking about people in, in general. Not, yeah, not you're talking us. to them. <laughs> none of us. You ain't talking to us. Oh no, they do it. It makes me feel so great to take my birth control at three o'clock every day. Boom, boom. Because I don't know how I would do. Nigga. And then you know, it's it's one thing if you just have one. Woo! One of them to have multiple. Mm-hmm. Y'all got y'all got y'all got three, four. Listen, can't take care of themselves all day. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Don't do that. No, come back. Sit down. Get up. Go away. Like, Come over here. All like day long. One of my coworkers, she, um, they sent her home like the first week. But she does like capture control as far as for, um, excuse me, as far as for like when people code stuff, if they coding it correctly for the trauma center, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, she has like one of those, she can be in the office or in a cubicle, or hell, even in a corner of a room, and she's not going to get bothered all day. That's all she does. She doesn't go to meetings. She doesn't have phone calls. She's one of those. So they sent her home. Um, And she has two kids. She has a baby, not one yet, and then she has, like, a nine-year-old. And she's always, that's the first thing she's always complained about. She's like, I keep asking um, if I can come back to work. you know, in the office to work. And I was like, you're not liking home. You know, you can get up. You don't have to put on no clothes. don't have to worry about, you know, Mm -hmm. well, traffic's non-existent. But still, like, she said, "Mm mm-mm. She said, these kids get on my everlasting nerves. She got to make sure her life is going on. (laughs) Right. She'd be like, she's doing her work, but the kids don't understand, like, I'm doing my work. Like, this is not a free day. So the nine-year-old whines all day. The baby's whining. She's like, it's just nerve-wracking. And then, you know, the kids have, like, you're technically homeschooling them. So they have their little, what, the Chromebook, and they be having, like, 12 million things they got to do in the day. 
and their attention span is literally like this. And then they don't have the outlet of running around for recess to burn their energy off. You run around this yard. <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> you just don't run into nobody. Right. Yeah. You got to stay in the yard. Don't be running down the street <laughs> or something like that. And she's like, I can't. She was like, these kids. <laughs> oh, but them, but teachers, they don't, they're fine. Like, they definitely get paid enough for babysitting y'all's kids yeah, all day long <laughs> and teaching them new shit, like helping them grow up in life for essentially 13 years. I saw a meme and it was like, uh, it was like somebody yelling. It was like, teacher should, uh, teacher should teach taxes and, 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 and budgeting and life skills. And then below that, the teacher was like, all right, balls in your court now. <laughs> Go ahead, teach all that. I, I just don't, I'm looking at Ashley like doing preparations for classes. And because they all have to get affiliated with this new online distance teaching thing, because now it has a name, Dis- distance teaching, you know, that they're doing. She also has to be IT support. And Ashley is not an IT person. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of wild that they expected people to just acquiesce to this without any issues. And now parents are complaining because they got to deal with their own badass kids all day long. Like, you got to be a parent and a teacher and a babysitter now. Oh, no. Oh, no, nigga. They slid out mm. of you. They're yours. Like, you're supposed to be taking care of them. The teachers didn't lie. Nigga. They say your kid was bad. That teacher won't lie. <laughs> My kid does <laughs> not talk that back. That teacher don't care enough to make up a lie about your child. <laughs> Don Travius does not talk back. I know him. <laughs> Don Travius. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh, know that little nigga talk back. You are literally one letter from a kid I used to be with who was bad as shit. <laughs> that shit. Oh, it, it rang so close to home. <laughs> <laughs> My Don Travis is the best little angel. He be at home. He be like, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. He don't even mm-hmm me. He is the most respectful now during the quarantine. Sit down. No. Do your homework. No. <laughs> Come here. Go oh. to hell. <laughs> Yo, now oh, y'all seeing it. I used to love the kids that would lie. And their parents come up to me all being like, when he said, I'm like, he did. Hold on. Let's go get about the class. Let's go ask him. <laughs> we said, look at this. So, so what'd you say? <laughs> I mean, and, and there's parents that know their kids bad. Like, they, what they doing, they, they just defending you because you they kid. That's the only no. thing they doing. They coming and talking to the teacher. Well, you still ain't have to kick him out that classroom no. for throwing a rule at you. No. You my, know, mom did not, my mom did not defend. <laughs> my mother played the it game, was. right? She made sure that the teachers wasn't doing too much, but out the corner of her eye, she was staring me Ooh. down like, I know you did it. I, I know you so, did. You might not have did everything, but you did almost something. something. Uh, you know your child. Yeah. My mom knew the things that I would do. Now, if somebody came, my teacher said he would just outright disrespectful and he cussed me out, my mom would be like, that Mm-mm. don't sound like my son. That don't sound like something he would do in school, right? Yeah, they go you know? down the list. They be like, but if, you got a lie. If they said this, your son won't shut up. Boom. <laughs> they be like, oh, yeah, that, that him. Yeah. And she be like, mm-hmm. she won't even argue. She just looks at me. And I usually look down, which confirms everything that's been is said that is true. And then I'm, and I'm about my business. Like, these parents would be coming here fighting and be like, my kid will never do this. And I'd be like, mm-mm, I've seen your kid 
in the street. But then, but then the parents get mad when you want to send the kids home to them. Well, you know what? Since you think we ain't treating them right, we'll send them home to you. Then the parents be like, "Why are you sending them home?" Now everybody stuck with them. Ashley is. Ashley heard me say teacher and came running in the room. I didn't have when I worked at the school. We had do like, why are you sending my kid home? Cause your kid jumped another kid in the bus. Like we got to. Like you are. Are you acting like we not recording? This interruption is brought to you by that microphone is on. The mic is on. This interruption is brought to you by <laughs> Teacher Ashley. It's been having to deal uh, with your children across this nation. Across the whole nation. She's not just a Maryland teacher. It, not just a Maryland teacher. She's America teacher. It's not the children that are the issue. It's all of the parents who don't know how to read. Okay? What? So if mm, mm, the parents don't know how to read. The read. parents need to be doing this. Right. Watch this YouTube video. And do what it says. <laughs> don't send me back another email that says I don't have a computer. Okay, that's all I ask. <laughs> you said don't send me an email. <laughs> Ashley came to me and Ashley was like, "What? What am I supposed to do when the parents tell me they tried to log into the website and it doesn't work?" And my like, she was trying to log in as one of the kids, and I was like, "Listen, hold on, time out. <laughs> first, first off, you have no." technical skills so what you need to stop doing is that and what you need to do is contact the person in charge of you and be like hey i'm just here to teach education i'm not here to teach it i'm not here to troubleshoot you need to whoever built the website that they using to log into that's the person they need to be contacting like that person needs to be getting all these emails from all these parents that ain't never had to log into nothing for their children until we got hit with the COVID-19. Okay. Shout out to your government. They should have been instituting distance learning for a long time ago. It don't make no sense that all these social networks is popping like this and Reddit is hitting and fucking Quibi is about to become a new streaming service for cell phones. But kids ain't been able to learn on snow days because they couldn't go into the goddamn classroom. Like they can sit and watch YouTube videos all day and learn eight different languages. But they couldn't learn, they couldn't get their homework through Blackboard until now. Like now. Boy, people got to learn how to be, use Zoom and shit. Come on. Kids man. be kids will sit there and be the most technical savvy motherfuckers until they gotta do some work. It's <laughs> like literally can reprogram your phone so they can download it, Bruh. download whatever app they want. They'll break into it. So yeah, I didn't get it, so I don't even have to pay for this app no more. But you be like, log in. How do you log in? Wait, wait, what'd you just do? I reprogrammed your phone to talk in eight different languages and it goes straight to spread every time I want to get on it. And it lets me watch the 15, the first 15 seconds of every YouTube video that ha- that does not have parental advisory on it. So I can just skim through and find what I like. <laughs> right. But how do you save a phone number? <laughs> well, who you want to call nigga? Like, like they, Ashley's nephew like was two. And homie was just sitting in the corner scanning YouTube videos. He's so good. Not watching all of it. He will watch it for like four seconds. That ain't it. Next one. <laughs> like he knew that his ain't top it. five videos he wanted to watch. He would take, I mean, they'll take people's phones and they just know how to use them. That's why, you know what? I think my kids got in. You know, I'm at how many? Oh, now you remember to talk right, to so, the microphone. So I got 19 students. 
You're still I, talking to the sky, though. No, I'm not. Can they hear me? Can the people hear? They can hear you talking <laughs> in the distance. I've got 17 out of 19, okay? That is all on me, 100%. I give full credit to myself for that. Now they are all able to see my assignments because I sent out a lot of reminders. Like, you know those reminders you get from things? Give, give a good example, Brandon. Like, think of the most annoying reminder you can get from something. Are you at your desk? A reminder? No, no, you? I don't no. know what you mean. What? Like, I don't know. What type of reminders? I mean, I get notifications every time my phone is fully charged. That's annoying. Like spam shit. mail. Like, that's, that's, that was well, me. That's that was me. I was spam. I was like, <laughs> You Yo, said that shit like it was a person. I was spam. Go to the damn oh, school. I was spam. And oh, pick Lord. up a computer. See, 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 what okay. see what y'all parents doing to these teachers? That was me. <laughs> I was spam. I can't hear when anyone else is talking, so. Twan said, see, them, see what the parents are doing to the teachers. They done made y'all go crazy. <laughs> they I done was made us go crazy. I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning one night last week. Just, I mean, I don't even know what I was doing. Spam. Hey, Ashley, what is that commercial that's been, what's that commercial that's been getting on your nerves with the teachers? They talk oh, about- I absolutely hate it. Let's pull it off of all television broadcasting networks. Um, it's like, hey, um, I've always loved being a teacher and virtual learning has really helped my kids at school go be mm. at home and learn how to read. I'm just like, and that's like Verizon or something. I don't know. She actually appeared like the lies. The lies. Because it's a commercial. Let me tell you the real truth. It's a Verizon commercial. It's a commercial acting like Verizon. Verizon. Yeah, Verizon (laughs) through these hard times has been working with teachers to get through this. And Ashley sitting over there on the couch like, ain't nobody from Verizon called me to help me with shit. (laughs) (laughs) Help me with my bills. Ain't sent me an email. Thank you. Ain't help me with I ain't getting no discounts. They ain't sent me a Chromebook. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Verizon helping us. The only, I guess, thing that the kids use is the Chromebook. Is that the universal is are the tablet? Ashley is the is the universal is the Chromebook the universal tablet for children now? Is that their universal learning tool? Yeah, I've never really worked much with the Chromebook. I know that we have them, which now everyone has yeah. one. Yeah, they just they're it you know pretty real basic ass real computers. Cheap, yeah, real yeah. cheap. You can just get on the internet, do some stuff type of computers, and usually you can schools can buy them in bulk. Oh yeah. What school's about? Yeah, because yeah. I hear that's what I keep hearing with people with kids. Oh, Chromebook this, Chromebook that. So I said I was just uh, a question I didn't know. Yeah, they were supposed to hand those things out before an, a pandemic, probably. And now it's so important. I was listening to New York's um governor talking about how you know the distance learning thing has really taken off and. He was so happy to see how smoothly the process, how smooth the process has been. And I'm looking at how smooth the process has been for Ashley's school, just her school in Maryland, just her school. And I'm thinking about New York got like 10 million people there, which means they got about 15 million kids. Ain't no way in hell it's been a smooth process. That's just him talking about one school, one private school, you know, like like one special program institute. And of all the are all the PS one whatever's doing that well? Because <laughs> I know they're not. The big issue here that I keep hearing is, you know, there are a lot of people who don't have internet. Mm-hmm. And it's just 
you know, they've gotten buses um, and they've been parking them kind of like in certain areas that are known to, you know, or, or families who do not have internet so they can get internet access so the kids can do their work during the day. But then you also have these rural areas where, you know, they're far, they're super, super far, and they're literally like driving, if the parents have cars, driving to like a Chick-fil-A or someplace like that and literally like parking in the parking lot, you know, yeah. just to catch the internet. So, That's crazy. You know, or the, excuse me, the Wi-Fi so they can actually do their work. Yeah, th- there's a lot of places that were the... um I know, like the American like libraries association like that were encouraging libraries, even though they were closing, to um, leave their Wi-Fi on, yeah, so people could come, so people could come there and um, use it if need be. I think we've hit a point now where we must acknowledge that internet is a utility. Oh yeah, not a privilege, and I'm sick of these companies acting like you can have power, gas, and sewage and water. With and but but not have internet and be okay. And I'm trying to figure out where where you are if you're actually like interacting with the rest of the world in any type of way. How like if you go get a health checkup now, you use apps and stuff to submit your information or to check your results. So to pull up any information you might need to submit somewhere else. If you're a teacher now, we're doing distance learning. You know, if you have cable or anything else, a lot of that stuff is electronic now. It's all digital, right? A lot of these stores aren't open physically, but you can still buy everything you could online. So we we've kind of hit a point where the whole the, like we this is the paperless generation, and we really need to stop acting like internet is not something that is a necessity. It is a whole ass necessity especially in a country mm-hmm. that that prides itself on being the number one first world nation on right, earth right. but it's people no, out I here that don't have internet and i think just like what you said i think now that i think this is now people realizing that like you said internet is a necessity because now you have no this is the only way you can do anything <laughs> you can't you know like you said, buy things, you can't, the kids can't do their work. It's just something that you have to have because you can't go, especially now that you can't go anywhere, you can't physically walk into a store, you know, and buy stuff. And, you know, now, especially with a lot of these states where COVID is not even at the peak yet, like we're not at our peak. We're not going to be to the peak. There's the claimant starting next week. Um, but you know, that's just one of many things that happen at the peak. So there'll still be a lot of stay at home um mandated laws where they'll still be at home. So this is gonna be going on for a while. So I know Trump is trying to say, Oh, May first mm-hmm. we can go back to normal and do our normal things of, you know, traffic and breathing in each other's faces, but that's it's not going to be the case. It is Nigga. April 15th. I, I plan to go away anytime soon. And then also, we have um, had a lot of um, meetings talking about like there actually might be a second wave later on in the year, mm-hmm. um, especially like around flu season. So like, That's not surprising. Mid-late October. So this could be something like 
that will not go away for a while. Yeah. So it definitely is, you know, back to the point of internet, it's definitely a necessity. Like they just need to figure out a way where it could be implemented for everybody. No, they, I mean, there, there are ways. They're just not ways that they can get money off of doing it. Right. You know, like they don't, you know, like if you, if you go back, couple decades people had to fight for the the stuff that we call basic utilities now to be basic mm-hmm. utilities you know what i mean and like when and there's always something where you have like they're trying to just monetize something that's why people want that's why they want to deregulate the government and have states do this stuff because they can monetize everything they're like oh we don't want the federal government to do it we want to give it to private jobs like they're 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 trying to defund the, the goddamn mail Mm-hmm. Male. Well, they're not like, trying to. They are at this point. Yeah, like, like think about male. <laughs> like the most basic ass thing that's gonna be on you. Like in a little bit, y'all keep playing. It's gonna be on your bill. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a male bill. <laughs> like, because you know, put the like, paper out to mail it because they wanna because they wanna privatize it. You know, your your mail gonna be coming through Amazon and stuff. Like, but like, it's they can give these things. That's the whole point of being in a society is that everybody pitches in and then as a member of that society, you just get certain perks, you know, like, and, and that's what it should be. But there's enough people who run this country who don't want certain people to have perks feel like they don't deserve perks, you know, and stuff like that. And they just want to keep their money for themselves. This nigga wants to reopen the the country because he wants the economy to reopen. He's like, he's not worried about the actual motherfuckers that's in it. They, he just want he just wants somebody he just wants somebody to go visit something and make money so then like the stock market can go back. Yeah, but they say yeah. they don't want certain people to have privileges. It's not that. It's not that they don't want them to have privileges. It's that, like you said, they can't make any money off people have being afforded certain privileges and rights as a human being and a citizen, tax paying citizen in this country. They don't make money off of that. So they act like they 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 feed these they push certain arguments out to the public so that that shit grows on its own and then they can use that politically to make people think that you shouldn't want to have health care you shouldn't want to have it set up so that when you move into a place you have you have to have water sewage internet gas and electric right they don't want that included because they lose money when that shit gets put in like that, it to me, it shouldn't be any different from having to have fucking insurance before you can get on the road and drive. But they don't want to do that because it takes away money that they're getting under the table from certain corporations that don't want things to change. It's the reason that marijuana is illegal, despite the fact that there is a shit ton of research and proof that it brings in hundreds of millions of dollars to states that need that money. But there are bigger corporations, tobacco, that don't want that shit to take off because it fucking hits them in the hip and they don't want their pockets to start to go down. They like walking around swell on cash. So they're fighting that shit. I saw an article last week that was talking about how people should not take on the habit of smoking marijuana during a time of high anxiety, depression, et cetera, et cetera. Reasons that people would start to partake in marijuana for not not to abuse it, but to help them get through trying times. Right. Oh, That's the, they're saying that, they, that people shouldn't smoke it because it's bad for your lungs. And I'm like, but y'all ain't had no problem with tobacco, nigga. Like y'all have been letting people continue to sit at home 
and smoke Which a whole pack of cigarettes every day. Worse, but... <laughs> right. They, right. Were, they were like, well, marijuana affects your lungs differently. I'm not even going to argue with that because I'm not a fucking scientist. But the fact but here's that y'all the thing, sitting Brandon, here you saying it marijuana too. Dog, that was not in the article I at all. Quite a bit. That I'm was not in the article at all. Like that was my first response. So you don't. So people can't smoke it, but we can still get these brownies and lollipops, right? Like we can still eat these gummy worms, Thank right? You. Like what? But that wasn't mentioned either. Then, and and the way they tried to combat that in the article was after they talked about how smoking is bad for your lungs and COVID affects your respiratory system and it'll help you struggle. Da 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 da. After they got past that, the last two paragraphs were like. And just in case you don't smoke, but somehow you still partake in the blow, the mer- the green blow. They were like, oh, I was like, yeah, the green blow. They were that. like, because they made it sound like it was fucking heroin, dog. <laughs> now, once, of course if, you, if you do partake in the leafy treatment, then, um, you know, you want to be in the right state of mind just in case you get sick. And I'm like, but alcohol is cool. The fucking co- coffee is still cool. Motherfucking yeah, opioids is cool. Like what? When people are there, people who have actual medical, like where they can, it helps them with seizures and all kinds of other ailments. Of course. Hey. Oh man! Like and that was that was like from CNN or somebody wrote that. Like that was that wasn't like JoeBlows dot com. You know what I'm saying? That was a legit source, and I kept thinking. We're going to be fucked for a really long time because people just be writing shit and putting it out here. It's bad enough that people got to deal with deal through a pandemic. But y'all putting other unnecessary shit out here now trying to scare people about shit that they don't need to be scared about. I know and it's bad enough that the CDC, like, literally, it changes every hour. Like, man, right. We, we it's to the point where, like, we're going to update at 5 p.m. every day because it changes so much and we would be inundated with emails and phone calls. So they just redo, they just, they have like a literally like on the X drive, you know, an update on, on what the CDC is saying now. And it changes every day because it's always changing. I feel like at this point, since y'all in Atlanta, the CDC should just have somebody stationed where you work and just have them show up like, Hey, this is what it is today. One would think, but I, know I mean, you... they're just as inundated to, uh, you know, a lot of the, at one point with the testing, um, like the tests were being sent to the CDC and they had a backlog and I think they still have a backlog where at one point it was, you were getting test results back five, seven days. Jesus. And um, initially it was 48 hours. You were supposed to get a result back. It, wow. but it just backlogged that much. So um, they had to get other independent labs to start sourcing and getting test results back. Luckily, like our hospital, um, they do everything in house in our lab area. So, um, you know, some of those tests come back normally like 15 minutes, um, depending on um, how many results are in a tray but yeah cc is just i don't know Deidre. i don't know i watch a whole lot of good doctor and from what i can tell they okay. send stuff down to the pathologist and it's back within that 30 minute episodes i don't know why it's taking so long <laughs> to get these tests done yeah. 
Well, you it know, was... I mean, because you know, it's like they have they get they get the test and it has to be shipped to them. Like it, normally, it's like shipped overnight. And I don't know how many people they have like working in the CDC, you know, to do the test. But I feel like this would be a time to everybody sending tests. This is not even just this is not just Georgia. This is everybody sending tests. right. You know, because even like so, my mom works at the Naval Hospital back home, and she said they were having that same issue too, where they the test results were coming back very very late, and um, they ended up sending their stuff now to an independent lab in Ohio, where it's a forty eight hour turnaround time. So she she can send something off on Monday overnight, and they get it Tuesday, and then by Thursday she'll get. So why do they have to keep sending it to all these different places? Why is there just not enough people that can do the testing? Is the testing that difficult? Is there is not like procedural to an extent where you could train a monkey to do it at this point once they get the stuff in? Or is it like they really have to have like each test requires a a certain amount of of attention and time? Like it's a delicate process to actually test different results from people. Some Some of it is backlogged. And then some of them, like they, like there's been a lot of scientists who complain, like we don't have the reagents to like to to actually do the. Yeah, there's a massive mm-hmm. chemical shortage. We, like yeah. we don't have we don't have like the basic stuff like pipettes and so all like resources are low. Oh wow, testing resources do. are low. So that's because, why because everybody, the whole world is using testing right. resources. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So like even now with these drive-through tests, um, you know. They're telling the people that are doing them, because before it was like you could either get the nasal swab, which is actually the best way to get your results. Yeah, when you pick your brain. Yeah, because that's where it sits. It sits up there for a couple of days, and it kind of just like festers. And then plus, you don't have to use the swab, so that kind of saves a little bit on, you know, material. You just do a double swab, even though it's just going to be one stick in, one nostril, flip. The other side, stick it up the other nostril. Because before they were doing that, they would do, they would do either a swab in the mouth, and then there was a, there's also another one. My mom said it's not really the best one where you have to cough, and you know, which of course that's not the best. But um, that was another thing in the beginning. But now everything is just nasal. It hurts, but if that's just you get the best. Um, yeah, but then it's done. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but it was um, I was reading an article in New York Times, and they were talking about how it just it varies through so many places. Like some places, they you know they're inundated with tests. Other places, they're starting to get caught up. Other places, they have literally made new testing jumps or devoted it all to that. <clears throat> but because there's no coordination on a nationwide level, right? Nobody can talk to each other <laughs> and, and be like, "Oh, we got tests here." Two are when they when they make their test, a lot of them are sending them to where, you know, they have the most cases. So, you know, at that point it would be New York, Washington State, California. And not even a, not even because of the fact that they want to help. It's just that's where they're gonna get the most money. Ooh. They would send it, you know, and then they'd be like, Oh, you know, you can get test results. This this test, this kit will give you test results back in, you know, say twenty, thirty minutes. They'll send it all to New York because they know they're going to get tons of money. And then, you know, it's like here you got these other areas that do need, you know, kit, but they're sending them to where they can get the money at. 
mm-hmm. a comedy of errors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, except ain't shit funny about it. Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch lanes here for a second. Uh, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I'm telling y'all when we talk about certain rappers. It is not because we hate them. It is not because we dislike them as people. What J. Cole do now, bro? It's, it's, it's not J. Cole. It is not J. Cole, but it is North Carolina. It it's it's because so, right? wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is because funny stuff just happens and I'm curious to hear what y'all's take is. What so, did baby do for real though? Nigga, stop. Baby ain't do nothing. He at home raising his babies. All right, so <laughs> OKPlayer.com dropped this one and it is in the group. Professors at two universities to teach courses on Rhapsody's Eve album. On Rhapsody's what? Eve album. (gasps) The album she named after another rapper. (laughs) There are so many people. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm just about to say this. There are so many people who love that album. That's good. Now granted, I haven't listened to the album. And I won't, nigga. I just feel like this would be a fun thing for us to do, y'all. This, <laughs> like we go, we we talked about let's going take a class. Guys, you want about to teach a class on Eve's album? Because <laughs> y'all know we talked about um, oh, God. like re-listening to uh, <clears throat> uh, was it Chance album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which one? Big Day. The the, the latest one, Big Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah I big have day. yet hear that album. So Lucky I feel like if we fresh for the first time. <laughs> if we are if we are re-listening to that, we need to do the same thing to this rap scene. I'm album. not saying we don't, but I'm gonna read this article because I have moments of <laughs> while reading this. So um, <laughs> I got moments of <laughs> <laughs> the University of North Carolina, duh. And Ohio State University, why? Will oh, offer the classes clean, this clean fall. The country. This upcoming fall, students at two colleges will delve deeper into Rhapsody's latest album. This week, professors at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and Ohio State University announced their plans to explore themes of the Eve album. Tyler Bunsey, a doctoral student at UNC's English at at, in at at UNC's English department, broke the news on Facebook, quote, black womanist criticism and raps Eve and, and I'm sorry, and Rhapsody's Eve. We'll meet on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Do we announce courses on Twitter? Um, we will be... Ex- 2020, bro. I know. Shit is a whole new world. We will be examining the album track by track. So this, uh, this is like a 17-week course. With readings and media to accompany each record. If you know some UNC undergrads who would like to take English course that will cover womanist philosophy, hip-hop history, and pop- popular culture, please share... I'll share the syllabus when I solidify our weekly readings. This don't sound like a real class. Uh, Rap the Sooty, which is how OK Player spelled her name in the beginning of this. Rap the Sooty shared the announcement on Instagram. One of the highest honors is to create art for the culture and have it taught in our educational institutions. Simon Drake of Ohio State University is also teaching a course involving the album. Drake is the school's associate professor of African-American and African studies. The course... The course, Toni Morrison's House of Women and Rhapsody's Eve, will juxtapose oh. the award-winning author's work along with Rhapsody. And this is where I throw my hands up because what? What? Wow, that, that's that's a lot. That's a housekeeping to jump there. But really, hey. really, Toni Morrison 
juxtaposed with like, Rhapsody look, Leave album. I don't care what type of rap. There's a, I don't care what type of rapper. I got, I like a lot of rappers. All right. So do uh, I. Male, male and and female. A lot. Toni Morrison needs her own class. Uh, uh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Toni Morrison got enough. And just if you just did Toni Morrison short stories, <laughs> like like she has enough to have multiple classes. Somebody could major in Toni Morrison. And I mean, we yeah, low key. as an avid <laughs> Toni Morrison reader, like her mm-hmm. books are very, very layered. So yeah, you could have you can have multiple classes on just one or two books. I don't oh, it does eat, does Rhapsody great, have does Rhapsody have a song on her new album called Tony 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 or something? I don't like what nigga. Nigga. <laughs> I hope she does. Now, <laughs> where does ninth teach? UNC State. UNC State. No, it's NC State. I'm pretty is it sure. NC? I thought he was at. U- I thought he was at. Um. Nah, I think it's at State. No, isn't he at Duke he's... too? Doesn't he have a course at Duke too? Probably. That's I'm sure we could Google this real quick because yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, surely ninth has something to do with this. Oh, are these continuing courses do... or just one? Like they did a course for a semester, and now they ain't doing no more courses. I thought he was like a professor at a college right now. I ain't the one to teaching at Harvard, sir. Is it? Yeah, he was. Uh, I know well, he was I at knew, some prestigious. I knew Harvard. Harvard had oh, a. Ninth teaches at NC Central. Okay. Durham. <laughs> Durham. You need to stop. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you need to stop. It's like a blank in a mist. Nigga. Right. Oh, Why? it's not like it's far away, regardless. <laughs> yeah, Harvard like and it. Duke. And NC Central is where he has taught. Right. So yeah, yep. If it on his Wikipedia, yep. He where he, he teaches classes in the Department of History at one of them and, and I guess at Duke as well. Okay. I would love to do that shit. I'm not even gonna front. What teach classes? On hip hop specifically. Yeah, I think yeah. Class on hip hop are dope. Like, yeah, that would be fine. I just don't want to take a class on Eve. The rapper or the sure. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know this Tony Morrison uh, book and or short story Ooh. anthology and or poem that they are referencing, but is it also about like a bunch of, it sounds like it is about a bunch of different women and like vignettes or something? This one says so, specifically the juxtaposition between Tony Morrison and Eve. No, but it's a specific thing by Tony Morrison. It's not just her versus Rhapsody. I don't, I don't she know. Has something, she has a short stories book, but it's... Because it says something about like... Oh, Houses of Women. Yeah, so is it maybe like these are about individual women and like her telling stories about them and then I guess if I was going to do this class you focus <laughs> on each woman that uh, Rhapsody is talking about in her song titles? Sure. Like, go, and this is how she talked about them. That sounds, that sounds lazy. Yes. Absolutely. Sounds like a straight line to sure. Well, maybe the comparison part is, but like talking about the women she's talking about I don't think is necessarily lazy. No, I think the way... Okay. I think any time that you, oh God, I'm trying to, I'm trying to clean this up so it doesn't sound fucking awful. Essentially, nope, I think sound awful no matter what you say, sir. I know Rhapsody did that to get attention. The same reason she named her tour. This is a black woman. A black woman made this tour or whatever. Like it's to get attention. You name an album Eve. You name a bunch of track after females. It's supposed to be inspirational and inspiring, right? That's not yeah. her first time doing that to grab attention. I'm not surprised by it. My thing is now we're kind of juxtaposed this type of um, propaganda. It's like black propaganda, hip hop propaganda ish 
to now yeah. compare it to a Toni Morrison work and to somehow relate that's to a, dude. That's I a heavy guess. thing to say that her only motivation was that. I'm sorry, that's just how I be <laughs> feeling, saying, dog. That's, that's, I, that's how I be feeling. That her, that's her only motivation. Uh, it probably isn't, but I don't know how old people think. So that's the way I'm feeling. That's the way I look at it. It's all right. That's just how, that's just how it was to me. Like, I'm I always seen that Jones Cloud Chaser. Like, I guess Cloud I, I did not listen to the Eve album, and if they're trying to do parallels with her album of this of, is why we just women you know versus i'm assuming uh characters with tony morrison and i'm going through like all these crazy characters tony morrison had like tony morrison has where a woman went to her husband's mistress funeral and literally slashed her face oh like, shit in mm-hmm. Sula, there's Sula. Oh my God, Sula, book Sula. She watched her mom get catch on fire. Didn't do anything. She left and then she came back. And I always remember when she came back because they called the, the girl evil. She came back and they said all the birds like literally fell out the sky and died when she came back. Yes. Oh, symbolism. So I, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> where is this parallel. With any of the people that Rhapsody talked about in her album, and, and like you're said, taking it from and you're taking it from that album, level, y'all. like this to the album, y'all. You're looking at it from a deeper level, which makes so much fucking sense. Me, I'm just looking at it based off what she's been rapping about on every album and the way she structures her verses and her lyrical abilities and the depth in her tone and delivery and everything else from the beginning. And I'm not seeing a depth here, dog. I'm not. I'm, I don't feel like all yeah. of a sudden her game top notch to the point where you can have a class where each class is based on one track from an album, a whole class. Is this a 10 minute class? Like, are we just some well, 90 Monday, minute Wednesday, course? Friday. You could, you could finesse an hour out of anything. Bro, I'm not, but I, I, Mike, you can, you can, you can finesse an hour out of fucking I declare war. Like I get it, dog. Yeah. I just don't want to do it. Like I don't, I don't I don't think I, there's any I don't think there's any real weight to it. Let's put it like that. You can finesse a class out of anything. That doesn't mean again, it's significant. We got a list of the album. To know if we to know if we would spend 90 <laughs> minutes talking about each track. No, no, I'm just saying everything, everything that I can't like for me having listened to the album, and just because I'm not, you know, that big of a Rhapsody <laughs> fan. You're a liar. But I can't come in here and say whether stuff is good, bad, this, this, or what comparison, because I don't know. All right, bro. I think, I think I think that's just the that's just the thing I'm saying. Like I'm just saying I don't know enough about that album to say. I know it's not on Tony Morrison. I feel that, you, sir. Yeah, like I agree with that. Like I'm like Tony. <laughs> yeah, like I say from the beginning, Tony that's Morrison a, needs her own class. Bar, man. Are you serious? Tony, Tony Morrison needs her own class. But other than that. I just don't know. Other, you just don't know what. If we need a whole course where every class no, is about one know, of them I songs, can't, no, I can't sit here and say that. Bro, you smarter you, than you that. Get dog. a course from all this stuff, and I ain't listened to it. You That's have all been saying. listening to Rhapsody rap as a rapper doing rap shit since two thousand and nine. Are you telling me that you don't know if this is the album where we can take one song and discuss it in each class? We don't do that with albums that are deep as fuck. We've never done that with a Kendrick album. We've never done a three. We've never done a 17 hour review for a Kendrick album. Like in, and not saying he doesn't deserve it because I mean, you can literally pick his podcast about Kendrick album. Huh? 
I said there are two seasons of the Dissect podcast. That yeah, that's and that is and that is deserved. Album. Like that is absolutely deserved because Kendrick has that depth. We have also heard Rhapsody's albums. Are you telling me that you think this album might actually warrant us sitting down and each song being a class worthy discussion of a song? No, we need to listen to know. it to find that's that out. All <laughs> that's all I'm saying. No, I'm and good. I mean honestly, I'm a good. listen will pretty much make that plain one way or another. Yeah, so I, mean, like, why I always got to do some shit when I know that shit bullshit. Like, why I got to do it to know it's no, bullshit if I know it's bullshit? Science, Brandon. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I get, Can I keep my time? Can I reclaim my time? <laughs> I really got to listen to it to know? Hell yeah. How, what, what album is what this? Is what, number is what would you do? You would hate yourself. If what? Was incredible. <laughs> if what was incredible? Eve. If it's incredible, it's incredible. Here's the thing: I've heard three songs from it, and they weren't incredible. Was that first one that had the was uh, not incredible? <laughs> it wasn't yeah, incredible. I mean, it wasn't. You're right. Who sample was terrible. It wasn't incredible. <laughs> I'm just saying this will be fun for our previous listeners. You just want to punish us. You just want us to have to listen to it. And this is you trying to get back because you was the only one that liked no. Layla's Rhythms or whatever no. that album was called. Was like, like, I like, I have no problem with that. But like, it's the same reason when we were talking the other day, we were like, we were talking about um, um, listen to Chance album again. I ain't got through that shit. Like, I don't like that shit. But we, we heard enough Chance albums but to know when we I'm was willing, listening to Big it wasn't good. And do it. Just so I can be like, ooh, I love my wife he is even <laughs> better than I know. So I can confirm what I already know in my soul. For science. Yes. For science. Ooh, I love my wife and ooh, I love my Christ. <laughs> that shit was incredible, bro. <laughs> I forgot I just don't, oh I really God. don't want to turn on this album oh. here. I Erica Badu like voodoo, Batman in the night. I come through oh, with a basketball oh, and bust it oh, like oh, a sprite. You know, like, I don't want to. Like, said, I don't want it. I remember when the outfit, when y'all said how horrible it was, that's all I needed to know. I did not did, listen to it. Oh, it's, did we play? Did we play? Are we, are we, we, you putting this on sound? We can't put, yeah, can't it's play not, Deidre, it's not even, it's, it's not even a horrible album. It's just so <laughs> chancy. It is so fucking chance leaning into his I love my wife and my church shit that it 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 starts to become fucking redundant. So when dude made that I love my wife, that shit no, is so accurate. <laughs> God, it was so like great. he got he got beats up there. He has good production. He is flowing. Like chance has not lost any of his abilities. It's just that he got very hey, comfortable. Except for that hot, that hot shower song is trash. <laughs> hot shower? Just stepped out of shower. Oh, God. He is trash. It's him and the baby. Oh, the baby he kills is it, trash bro. on that on that. Yeah, thing. of course. The baby always is consistent. If nothing else, he is consistent. Oh, yeah, the baby's always consistent. Hot shower was like Chance is like, I'm, I see what the youth is out here doing. But I'm he gonna, is the youth. He's doing a little churn doing. <laughs> it's so bad. These are the things right now. Mute your shit. Go listen to just play, play high shower. <laughs> no, no, no. Do he comes on first. He's the first one rapping. So bad. Hey, you. I'm. I guarantee within thirty seconds of him rapping, you will be like, "What the fuck, Chance?" Well, hold on, hold on. I can play high shower. I know how I can do this. Hold on. Let me let me get it because this is. This has turned into a now we we and see this is what always happened. We forget that we're talking about rhapsody and we end up talking about somebody oh, else. Hold up. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
I got no problem. Like, look, I'm bringing up Rhapsody on Spotify right now. I'm about to pick one famous woman. <laughs> what the fuck? We gonna listen. To, I'm, gonna pick, I'm gonna pick one hold famous on, woman, on. and we gonna listen to this. All song. right. So this is what I got to do. First, I gotta, I gotta uh, pause it real quick. All right, we're back uh, on, and here is chances hot sh- Man, motherfucker why did i have hot shower selected just when i searched chance i didn't even go to pick the song <laughs> it was already highlighted casio beat on the what the twos This is a the baby type beat. Preloader made this beat. Got muscles like Superman trainer. Real, real rare like Super Sam Mega. I jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer's sake. Now I got a few rings on Jupiter's skating. I meant to say Saturn. Switched up the pattern. Smoking on some shatter. Got me higher than a ladder. Thanks, son, flatter. My baby mama batter. You look like Mick Jagger. Oops, a grease platter. Feeling it like he he was in his oh, zone no, right this, here. This was genius to him. He is feeling it. <laughs> if you was freestyling this at a party <laughs> drunk, then that shit would be fire, bro. If you, it's a <laughs> whole it's different whole experience album. though. <laughs> That's a whole different experience though. When a nigga just come out of nowhere and start rapping like this, it's funny, it's entertaining. Y'all exactly. drunk, but not on an album, dog. Like this can't That's be tracked for man. man. You can't be pulling that shit off here. Can't <laughs> be tracked. Y'all in a studio. Y'all paid for time to do this. Yeah, that bird was even was bad too. Bro, that bird call was doper than really anything right. Chance just said in that whole verse. I forgot he was even on this song. I was literally just the baby is the only shining moment on this. I whole just want to get to the baby because the baby comes in before yeah, the beat. The I know he just come, but as usual he comes in before the beat and saves everything. Let's go. Give <laughs> Done, right? Just, just done. He's like, now that y'all done playing the fuck around. Where is Megan? She should have been on this beat. Like, we had the wrong people on this song, dog. Like, you know, that's what they made me feel like. Why they make you feel like? I don't know. And it's America, right? He's trying to keep Chance from coming in with that verse. God damn it. He, <laughs> 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 my bro, just put a skit after my verse. Please don't come and talk about hot showers, hot damn hot water. Please don't. All right. Hot grits yeah. jumping out the grease. <laughs> now <laughs> we, now we're going to Jesus, Lord. pick a song from Eve. Yes. Oh. This uh, this I feel like I'm gonna give it to y'all. <laughs> do y'all what? Wait, why is uh, this album so long? Boom. The other thing, the dick exactly. is like seventy oh, years long. Exactly. Twenty two track. Exactly. When he, said one, when he said one big day, he meant it's gonna take you the whole day to listen. Right. To this. <laughs> it's a long oh, ass man. album. <laughs> It'll take you one. Long day. fucking day. 
All right. So here's I'm here's how I'm gonna break it down. How we're gonna pick a song from Eve. I want we're gonna either pick entertainers. Mm. Here we go. We got we got entertainers. We got historical figures. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Let's see. Oh, I see. Entertainers, figure, entertainers, historical figures. Now I had to break down entertainers. So entertainers, we're gonna put models. Mm-hmm. I was about to say models. you you, you got to put models yeah. on here. Entertainers, models, um, revolutionaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. I feel like and revolutionaries and historical figures kind of go hand in hand, but okay. right. I feel like revolutionaries gotta have like mad bars. Yo. Well, my my my, my revolutionaries got a couple, and then my historical figures is basically one because it's really Sojourner. You talking about Sojourner? Yes, well, two in my historical figures. Okay, I was about to say. All right, like, so, so we, we gotta got models. historical figures or uh, the other one. That's some I'm gonna let y'all pick, and then we got. Then I'm gonna narrow it down from that. Once we get this, once you get the category. Here's a here's the thing. I don't want to I don't want to cheat song. Like I don't want Oprah because Lakaley forty seven is on that, and that's not fair. She's gonna say that song. No, like no, I don't want it. It don't it don't matter, sir. You got to pick from a category of women. <laughs> so you got your entertainers. Mm-hmm. You got your models. Historical figures, revolutionaries. I want honestly. I kind of want to hear Whoopi. <laughs> I kind of. The Brandon picks entertainers. <laughs> I pick. What Whoopi. you got, Deidre? What does Aaliyah sound like? You no. Know, oh. All right, we got two entertainers. Eric G did this beat, so I'm very. I mean, serious. I'll go with entertainers, and that's fine. All right, entertainers. So we got. Let's see, we got Aaliyah. Hmm. I'm gonna put Whoopi up there. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that's Nina Simone, right? So that's also an entertainer. And Nina, yes. Mm-hmm. We go. Well, wait. Hey, is, no, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Oprah in now. Wait, is that Miss Cleo or another Cleo? Like Miss Cleo is an entertainer. Right? No, that's that's historical figures. Oh, okay, my that's bad. Cleopatra. My bad. Really? Or it could be Cleo from Senegal. I don't that know. That better not be Cleopatra because Cleopatra was not anybody. Why wouldn't you use her fir- her whole name? Okay, then we go Cleo from Set It Off. Cleopatra was whoring around. So I don't can you can you have uh, Cleo from Set It Off and Queen Latifah? Wait, is there a Queen Latifah well, song? You know what? I, I guarantee you that's what it is because it's Cassidy. I think it's Miss so, Cleo, but y'all go, go ahead. It's Cleo so, from uh, Set It so Off. So now we have narrowed it down that we going. So now we also have Cleo fake historical figures. Or Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You gonna listen to Cleo or Leah? Oh God! I want. Mm, I want to hear Leah. I say Leah. Yeah. Just. All right. All right. So we gotta listen to the whole song. I don't know what I don't know what Cleo from set it off. I don't know what that could do for somebody. We're gonna listen to this whole song. Well, I'm, gonna mute, I'm gonna mute my mic so I could and no reactions. It invade this song listening. That's that. You didn't do that for Chance. Chance got all the reactions. <laughs> Yeah, but we already knew that shit was bad. Okay. Yeah, we did. Okay. We mm-hmm. don't know. We, I've never heard of Leah. Give her, you, you giving Rhapsody special privileges again, but you go ahead. No, Let's we go. just said we've never heard this song. None of us have never heard this song. When have we ever done this for any song we've ever played? Everybody all right, get your right, mics cool, and don't cool. react. All right, we'll do it. 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 We
<laughs> let me bring up. Let me bring up my genius. Oh no, oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <sighs> we're gonna get down in this. Well, now that you put it out in the streets, sir, <laughs> go go ahead and read these lyrics. Oh, she's man. getting some uh, clicks Leah. today. Like no, Cleo, Leah by Rhapsody, not actually Leah. The arena contains a sample of Doodoo Brown by Luke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I, you know what? I'm going to listen to that on my own talk. I just want to hear how that sample is used. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. Because more, wow. more likely to put Luke saying a word or something. They, you I, know, I, it ain't, I will it ain't, say this. It ain't full Doodoo Brown. I'll say this. Rhapsody has well, never had an issue. <laughs> Rhapsody has never had an issue getting beats. That's never been an issue. She's, she all, she'll have a nice sounding album. And then there's and then those lyrics come on, and that, right. yeah. So she's never had an issue getting beats. All right, let me bring up Aaliyah. Reading these lyrics, yeah. I have thoughts. <laughs> Don't you starting mm-hmm. early, bro? We ain't even got the track going yet. All right, oh, am I playing this? I mean, yeah, I mean, I oh, okay. got it queued up. I thought you. you no, I got, I got this right there. here. I'm, I'm looking at these thick ass cornrows, these big ass hoop earrings. It's right here. I am reading these things, and yes, her earrings look like an like a, an eclipse, like the solar system. All right, hey, 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 uh, hmm. Mike, when you read the lyrics, did you just read that that tomboy, Tommy boy thing over and over? Just, no, I mean I did. I saw it, and I scrunched my face up, but then further <laughs> down, where I was like, really, what are we? Come on, man. Sidebar, guys, are we playing this or y'all just reading these lyrics together? <laughs> I'm, like, what I'm ready. I just was reading because the music wasn't playing. Y'all got y'all have a story time. Uh, what are we doing? All right. Are you that somebody? When Aaliyah was alive, it was cool to be a tomboy. Martin Tommy was a cold world. You all trying to survive, talking cold world. That drama's too live, but Aaliyah ain't alive. Like, I was like, nigga, what? Oh, what? my God. <laughs> but you think we can do every class on one song? I rate that basic ass shit. Oh, my God. I want to go take this course now because I'm going to kill every song. Was that an Outcast reference? I don't. Wait, what was that? Nah, aliens fly in the sky is why. Sir, I'm no. They fly in space. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Somebody that's gonna keep it real. No, no, no. Give us these vocals, Rhapsody. <laughs> Ooh, that's weird. We just ain't, we ain't get to the second verse. No, nope, that's just the first verse. But you was mad you ain't get a Grammy for show. Like, nigga, what? 
what you mean you don't care what they say about you no more. I'm here to shake the system up. We're going to rock the boat. I'm still trying to figure out what could she be both of. Rap and rap. There's still nothing that beats that lie. The drama too live, but Aaliyah ain't alive. Like, yes, we're aware. She's like, oh, there's nothing that beats that. There's nothing that beats that. Cause she said it so like, oh, it's like one of me that somebody shares on your Facebook, but you like you haven't thought you you saw this as a click like you did not think about this at all, at all. She, oh. she just dropped some uh, Aaliyah song. And here she is talking about Aaliyah. Man, look, Deidre Doe. <laughs> Trump is here. Trump is here. But Aaliyah ain't alive. Mm. Can we yeah. go through? No, no, y'all. See, y'all done y'all done fuck with me. That's gonna be my stuff from now on. When anybody, when anybody tells me something <laughs> bad, I'm gonna be like, alive. but Aaliyah ain't alive. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it like she said it, or it doesn't have any significance. But Aaliyah, Aaliyah ain't alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We we gotta go. We gotta go through these bars. See, you you did this by sending me the genius, and I'm sitting here no, reading got, these fucking look, bars. I got ready, son. <laughs> okay, are you that somebody? No. When Aaliyah no. was alive, it was cool to be a tomboy, Tommy boy fly. Martin Tommy boy. Monitor Martin and Tommy boy. A cold world. We all trying to survive. Talking cold world where only drugs been supplied. Respect a one niggas. A one. My eight, my drive, A5. A5. <laughs> Only plan for some niggas, yeah. What's the plan? Was the plan to stay alive? Is a loss a blessing? Only a few of my friends died. Okay. <laughs> I know another oh, this, side. This, this, of, this is my life. This is my life. I know this another side of graves. Some always at the graveside. Nigga, I know other side of grave. Some always at the graveside. So, so does that right mean there. she's dead? Put that on the shirt. So when you say I know another side of graves, what is is she saying? You always at the she's she's been dead before or what? I don't what. What she's is on, she, she's, she's maybe she maybe she side. maybe she's like us. She knows life, which is the other side of the grave. We all know or that. Maybe Rhapsody is a medium and she'd be talking to spirits. Yes, at some point it's got to have something to do with the dead, Twan. That's the other side of the grave, the dead side. I'm just saying. That's why she knows Leah is alive. She's a medium. She said, Sir. I guess that's why she says her only my few of my friends died. So she knows people that died and she's also living i'm also going to keep it 100 guys for a rapper that's getting her own course on an album this album lacks many annotations like there aren't a lot of shaded gray areas throughout these songs yeah. <laughs> so then people, those people listen to being like nah we don't know no nah, we got it <laughs> we, we either so, got it or we and, know and rap look and g's will come up they will people they will, will manufacture put, some shit yes people will pull some shit out of some stuff, it'd be like, and then see what he meant was the and then the then then means back in time. Like, the people will pull some shit out on this thing, and there's like four. You can read shit. What this, you want this, 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 this is giving me her LL line. Hold on, on, let's see on, uh, no, we're not done. Album. How many on annotations on Kendrick's album when she put that LL Cool J line <sighs> that made no fucking sense? Let's see. Um, I know. Let's see. Bad boys was the only ones I liked. Most of my ex boyfriends all got right. two strikes. Bad boys. <laughs> That's at least two lives. I know niggas what? that doubled that. 
got at least two wives. So what does go what what's I'm going thinking. to prison have to do with tricking? Yeah, Essentially, man, some niggas out there living two lives. They got also, two families. Going to prison twice is not necessarily two lives. It's definitely some niggas out here serving eighteen month bids. But what does that mean? What does he shooting by niggas that double that? They got four lives. They got they got <laughs> they double that because they got in their two lives. They got at least they got two, two life sentences. Oh, and they got both. They two get they got kids. And they're both age five. Sir. Ghetto twins. Math. Ghetto twins. Math. Algebra. Ghetto th- <laughs> oh, wait, is ghetto, wait, is ghetto twins a phrase? Algebra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ghetto, play. A, I think that was actually a group, too. Yeah, ghetto <laughs> twins is definitely yeah. a phrase. They're right. You gotta, the you only, gotta, like, <laughs> slur of calling people twins I had ever heard of was Irish twins. What's that? Which is no, Irish twins are two kids that are born in the same year. Oh, no, ghetto twins is two twins is born in by the, the same, same year by, the, by different mothers. Same dude. Yeah, yeah. same yeah. dad, a different mother. I, yeah. That was a no limit group. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it would be. <laughs> um, I know niggas that double da 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 and da da da. That kind of drama too live. But Aaliyah ain't alive. But <laughs> I hate that line so much. I'm like, you can judge lyrics on a piece of paper as the song because I've seen shit where I read it and it didn't make no damn sense. I, but I saw that and I got like mad. And then I heard it and it was worse. I wish we gave Aaliyah two lives to catch this wave that I'm on. You need at least two tides, nigga. I'm busting till everybody. Twenty two twos, like you got to come a little bit harder than that. Man. I'm busting till everybody rise, nigga. Still singing Mary Blige, real love. What I've come to realize. Oh, she thought that was slick when she had Mary J saying real love, and then she followed it up with what I've come to real lies. Real love from somebody ain't about the gift or prize. Are you that somebody? Yeah, like a Leah like prophesized. <laughs> Are you real? Are you real? Back and forth with you guys. Oh. Ain't about to argue with none of y'all. Today's a good vibe. Yeah. I'm treat. I'm going to treat myself. Let me get a super size. Boo. <laughs> As my uh, cup uh, run is uh, over, it's fulfilling to me. This ain't E.T. news. I done went sci-fi. Get it? E.T. 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 News. E.T. Get it? Uh-huh. I'm close to the guy. You see what I, you see what I did there? I done went sky high. Uh-huh. Been alienated so much that I must be fly. Fly. I am who I am. I don't rock a disguise. To be more than a woman now come with some time. That's an Aaliyah song that she just referenced there. Mm-hmm. 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 This is what I'm this, still, we're doing I'm a still class on this. To catch this wave I'm on, you need at least two tides. Two tides. Two tides. That's not how that's not how tides <laughs> that's work. How waves or tides no, work. Not at all. Tides do not work like that. Uh they come in and out. You know, waves are there. Whether they whether the tides are there that you don't Oh, you had to, you had you gonna catch the low and the high tide. I'd respect her life. much more. <laughs> I'd respect her much more if she just said to get to catch this wave I'm on. You'll need your do rag tide. Like I would have been more cool if she just said that than two oh, tides. No, see that makes sense. Two tides, two tides. <laughs> like what are we oh, doing here? We gotta listen to another. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is so great. Uh, yes. Twan did this to set us up because he knew so this shit was going to be bad. I'm yes. mad. Like, now that we've read this first verse and the fact that she 
talks about literally fuck niggas with a bunch of kids and a bunch of time. Lives. A, a bunch of time. But Aaliyah ain't alive for this. <laughs> Yo, so we need because this because I'm doing this one specifically for Brandon. What? Whoopi? We gotta know. We gotta listen to Iman. Oh, nigga. Oh, I thought and you. The reason why Leo, we're gonna no, the reason actually about why because JID uh, on no. it. We gotta listen to Iman because JID because JID on it. I knew it. You doing so, this because JID? JID, we at least get some good thing oh, to come out of this. At least I get to hear him. Because because I feel I feel like I feel like the 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 compare and contrast oh, <laughs> that God. we're about to do. Oh, oh, oh witness. Now, now, this is. Have you this heard is, the song? Is he rapping on it or is he singing on it? Because he does. I, see, like, thing yeah. I don't know. I have no okay. clue. I've never listened to the song. So, I'm um, surprised you didn't say Sojourner with J. Cole. No. Oh, she got no, Jermaine? We're trying to stay away. That was on, that was on the Jamla John. I remember when that came out like years ago. It sure ago. was. Oh, I, didn't, I don't know what that look, sounds like either. Yo, did you see? Did you read what she said about this song? Aaliyah, nope. To NPR, this and this is where I, this is where I get pissed when when you talk about doing a course for an album like this. There, people are going to add shit to this album. It's not going to be things they got from the album. It's going to be things that they heard and went. Well, maybe she's talking about these twenty different things that she's not at all fucking talking about, and they will turn that into a discussion about blackness. Niggas do it on Twitter all the time. They take some shit that ain't got nothing to do with what they wanted to talk about that day, but somehow they use that shit as a catalyst to project their conversation out into the world and act like it has some type of relationship or relevance, and it didn't. What she said to NPR was, "Question: What have the? They, well, this isn't a question. What she said to NPR was, quote." To be seen as successful on a mainstream level, people feel like women in hip-hop have to be super sexy. Everybody has to look the same. I read comments all the time like, yo, rap is dope, but she's never going to make it because she don't sell herself. She don't sell her body. And that's not necessarily true. There can be another lane where you have me, you have Cardi B, you have Megan Thee Stallion, you have Kaylee 47 you have No Name, and we all look different. We all can be successful in whatever, we, in whatever way success means to us. Even on a mainstream level, I look back at time where Aaliyah was one of the biggest artists and she dressed like a tomboy, a sexy tomboy. A lot of people look at me like it's not cool to be who I am and dress the way I am. They say it's not feminine. Femininity comes in different ways. And this is a, and this is my form of being a female. The way I dress is feminine in my way. So I call it tomboy femininity because that's what I saw in Aaliyah. So you're not even original with your own style like you it was cool to be a tomboy. It's cool to be a woman that raps that's super lyrical that can bust. So I wanted to make something that felt like that embodied that like the Tommy girl that Aaliyah was. So now she's a Tommy girl. She was an R&B artist, but she could be hip hop, too, with it. She was absolutely fucking hip hop. Like what? She could. What? <laughs> that's why I made that song. Even the instrumental has the duality. <laughs> Listening to the beat to me, it's super sexy. But at the same time, I'm busting on the lyrics. That's a duality for me. This is the type Bust of shit. Head. And Bust doesn't mean but she in a good way. But she didn't talk about any like, of that. being judged physical or anything like that. Like She talked about niggas in prison with two kids and two wives and two times, two lifetimes, times, lifetime. To be more than a woman now comes with some ties. Oh, in the second verse she does, I don't fit the status quo, blow they mind, Maceo. Really fine. I'm the, I'm like another kind of fine. You should know. This is where she's talking about another. So she is fine in her own mind, y'all. So this is where she said uh, that someone can play both coasts. Is that what she's? Sure. 
That's what she's saying. Maybe. She can give you both tomboy and lyric, but you're not giving lyrics. I do love she said that somebody said, like, rap, you're not selling yourself. And we all, she thought that meant, like, actually, Body. Out like, showing her ass and stuff and not, like, actually promoting yourself. <laughs> Here, here's, here's my thing, though. Here's mm-hmm. my thing. Everyone else she named sold themselves, and some of them might look sexy doing it. But they still sell themselves. Like Megan Thee Stallion can have a fat ass all day. She can also fucking rap, and she can big beats, Me- and she Megan dope as shit. She she sold herself by literally just doing freestyles on the radio, going like that's how that's how I first heard about her. Just right. literally just doing free like she would. People would be like, "Have y'all seen this person that's just freestyling, like going to whatever radio station, <laughs> and showing just, up and it, spitting?" Yeah. I can tell you this much. If niggas, niggas know what they want to see. And I'm talking about fan. When I say niggas, I mean fans, women and men. They know what they want to see. When they look at Megan, they look at her attitude. They look at the way she dresses. They look at the music she does, the beat she does. It's the type of dance moves that it, the dance moves that she does on stage at her shows. That's what her songs and her beats make everybody want to do. So when they look at Megan and they doing that shit, that's because they want to fucking do that shit too. Cardi B is the same way. All right. That's why they got female fans and the strength of the numbers that they do who get down and feel freedom in their femininity when they listen to their music. Nobody looks at Rhapsody when she's rapping and goes, yep, I'm trying. I'm trying to twerk that this, 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 that's not the music you sell. And they don't do that with no name. They don't do that with the Kaylee 47. Now, the Kaylee 47 can make you fucking rock because her beats go and she can floor her ass off. She's entertaining as shit. Sure as fuck in, man. Holy yeah. crap. But she don't make you want to just fucking twerk. Unless she got a song where she's telling you to twerk and she can absolutely do that because she's got versatility in her sound. She can be righteous and talking about and talk about fucking, um, to uh, fraternities and sororities on campus and then in the next song we talking about getting down and busting it from nation to nation wherever she can drop it like that's that's what people want to hear that's what people like this whole niggas rhapsody don't sell herself no they literally mean you don't you don't project any charisma that makes people want to fucking listen to your music like that to that degree you got your fans no you got identity. your core best you got your core base. No name didn't have any problem garnering her own separate set of fans. She stopped doing music because she didn't want to rap in front of white people that said nigga back to her anymore. So now she's doing a book club. That's what she want to do. That's what she want to do. But she was able to pull that from her fans. There's no knife wonder in her corner. There's no supportive group behind her pushing her like that. That is her doing this shit. All right. This whole rap, I'm not this or I'm not that because I didn't do this or do that. Ma'am, that's your decision not to do that shit, though. Nobody telling and nobody asking you to do it either. You made it up in your mind that if you show your ass, all of a sudden everybody gonna run to your lyrics. They're not. Uh, look, look, Cardi was fine. Is fine. She people loved her on on um loving hip hop, yeah, loving hip hop and all that shit and everything like that. People loved her following her on Instagram because she was a great follow. Still, I follow her, follow her, her on Instagram. Her songs. You know what I mean? Same. And she and the thing is, she had songs. Remember, she had yeah, songs. She had them. I just but had they them. Weren't, they weren't that good, right? No, they really <laughs> I went weren't back that. And I was like, oh yeah, she did. Yeah, she had she had songs that weren't that good. And then she, she came out with this it. album. She came with Bodak and Yellow and Bodak Yellow hit. You know what I mean? Everybody was fine with it. Fire. And then she came out with. Then when she dropped the album, that we nobody was expecting the album to be good. We expected nope. to have a song here too. Michael was. I would like to make that very clear. <laughs> I expected straight fire, and that's what we got. You know I, I did. Mean? I definitely like, nah, did The public not. perception was definitely not that this album was going to be like incredible. Yeah. Mm-mm. So the fact that like, win her a Grammy. So like, right. You know, like she. Yeah. I mean, you can sit there and say sex sales and all that stuff because yes, 
we know it. We know that's absolutely the truth. Everything she said in that interview is absolutely true. So I don't want people listening, being like, "Oh, we don't." We well, don't hold think on. Everything true. she said no, about herself ain't we, absolutely true. The other no, no, stuff about no, the we're, industry. We're is. talking about when it comes to women and representation, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we yeah, know that, that shit is true. That's true. We know it. We know that's true. We fully understand that. But most of the time in hip hop, if you can rap and make good songs, that's what's going to keep you around. Nigga, LaKaylee you know I mean? 47 has not shown her fucking face yet. Nobody knows what she looks like. And she's she got she's fans galore. And it's popping. Nobody knows what this woman looks like. They see somebody with two bandana wrapped around the bottom and the top of their face, and they know it's LaKaylee 47 and they're all on it. Right? She's Look basically at, the same side, like the same height as Missy. Bro. And that's all the, the information that you have. Look at look at Tier look at Tierra Whack. She does not fit any type of status quo for dress. She wears whatever the fuck she wants to. She wears whatever the fuck she wants to. Put a turtle on a leash. (laughs) (laughs) My nigga, and that's why he fucked with her. She right. She bought the turtle like a motorized car. Like, and that's why people fuck with her. (laughs) They follow her on Instagram because they love to watch her style. They love her energy. They love her charisma. Ma'am, you have been for the last 10 years, you've been trying to project yourself as something that I don't think you are. You've been trying to project yourself as what you want yourself to be, I guess. Right. Who you idolize. You want when 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 they list off people, there are certain people that you want to be listed off with. So that's how you make your music. And that's how you try to make your music for people who. I guess are also fans of those people. I don't know. Your music be sounding super fucking dated. Like the the lyric the, the lyrical parts of it do. And this song was just proof. This Aaliyah song was just proof. Like but this shit wasn't hidden, dog. Rhapsody is not in no spring chicken. Nope. That, she is she is not young. Like Rhapsody's what? Like probably thirty seven. Mm, I get forty, but Ma'am. Know, whatever. How do you not know what you want to be or what you want to sound like at this point? I mean, this that's is this is it though. Truly. At this point, this that's is what she does want to sound like. Sad. This is what that's she wants to sound like. This is this is just like when we interviewed her, and I was like, "Yo, you be rapping around basketballs a lot," and she responded, "I rap about basketballs like that, nigga." I couldn't well, even tell. Ball a lot. I remember when, I couldn't even when remember she first came in. She was. It was a lot about because she played ball a lot. I was like, "Home, you know." Are you being sarcastic right now? Like you cross up a nigga three times every verse. What are you talking about? I forgot. Whatever the last album I listened to, I think it. I can't remember which one it was. And I remember she had a a song where she was talking about. I guess it was this guy, and it was supposed to be this long story about the guy that she fell in love with, I think, or whatever, and it didn't work out. And I felt nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, you would think, especially something like that, it's supposed to be a mm. personal record, you know, it's supposed <clears throat> to make her more vulnerable, more seeing more of her, and it just gave you nothing. And that's what her music always does. It just gives you nothing. It doesn't give me any type of feeling besides what the fuck did you just say? If the shit gave because people feelings, they'd be annotated. Like, she's not genuine. And it's just really sad because, you know, you name all these people um, that have their quote-unquote lane, but that's just because that they're comfortable with themselves. And they're giving you them. And you have not done that. And you've not done that for 
since you started. Like, I don't know what Rhapsody is. Did she really name the song Whoopi? She tries to put out that it's never successful, but I, I, I don't know who she really is. Do you know how much Whoopi does not give a fuck about what people think about her? Not, not one 100%. whole fuck, dog. You don't care if you don't care if she has eyebrows. <laughs> Which she does it. Like, does not give a fuck. Okay, Serena does not give a fuck. Tyra Banks does not give a fuck. Iman does not give man, come on, dog. Like, there are people, there are women she is black women she has named up here who have been dragged in their careers and are still at the top of their game. Making dollars, making sense, got followers. Like, people love them. They are regal. That's not Rhapsody. The end for her to name these people in this album, I still I, like I said before, I feel like she just naming shit. She just name dropping. This to me is no different than game naming rappers in his verses. This is it's the same thing to me. You went and you made an album and you named a bunch of people. Like you named it after a female rapper who's a billionaire now. So then and then you put all these other raptresses or prominent black women in industry or history or hotepery or blacknessy on here you do that and i'm supposed to look at this and go oh it's gonna be deep no i'm smarter than that i know it ain't got i know it ain't about to be deep because if it was deep you wouldn't have had to do that it would have just been there like niggas hate kendrick's to pimple butterfly because it's deep and doesn't tell you it's about to be deep it's nothing about that album that look like it's about to be fucking deep as shit. And then it starts playing and motherfuckers head started hurting. It's like, man, it's too much going on here. This nigga's getting too real with it. Rhapsody named the song Aaliyah and thought, oh, let me talk about some things that don't go together. And every once in a while, I'll drop a reference to Aaliyah. And that makes my point. Then goes to an NPR interview and says all this other stuff that's not in this song. Like it'd be, it, it would be like if Zack Snyder hopped in an interview and said, I really wanted to make a film about how the duality of Batman and Superman causes conflict globally and resonates in their fans and causes that type of breach of political awareness. And you'd be like, nigga, did you watch the same movie we watched? Because that's not what the fuck happened. I mean, Zack Snyder do be doing that, though. I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. Or, or fucking Brian Singer hopping in somewhere and going, X-Men is really about the struggle of people of color. Nigga, the cartoon was the comics are your movies are not. So are we playing Iman? Yes. Oh God! All right, Iman. <laughs> what, does this have a sample? Of course it does. <laughs> they all have samples. Also, though, that Eric G beat was fire, though. No, yeah. If you take her off, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I Eric. I need Eric to start. Producing more again, man. He producing on the low. Eric good. Eric's good. He's getting his money. He's, he's fine. Even all these great beats to her. Because the knife keep asking. Lord, hold up. Does it say written by Sabrina Claudio? I don't know. No. Legit. Well, you talk about the Leah song. It's yeah. sampled one of her songs. Oh, okay. Shout out to her. How she's doing? How she doing these days? Yeah, yeah, on it. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> it's amazing that she's the only rapper on one of Kendrick Lamar's albums, and she still didn't blow up after that. Like, still did not blow up after that. 
That Blake that plagues me to this day. And the only person that has gotten a dope verse out of Rhapsody as a feature is Anderson Pac. And I still don't know how he did it. I still don't know how he did it. Finding up the cause of scene, cover a magazine, boss chicks around the world, someone counting up the cream. The pilot idea, the original queen. When you fly this, you ain't gotta worry about wings. Commercial private jets don't compare to jets I read. Y'all buy those labels, I was born supreme. That's the right. greatest why in Africa, they pay goats for queens. Uh-huh. You know black don't crack, I still look at my teens. I do. Mm. Up, my glow up, my bronzer, my shape. He love me, my booty is big and it shake. It shake. A mango in shape, yeah. He love me, I really wish you Stop trying to sound like Kendrick. This is worse than a game album. It's just references to other people. Love yourself, it's the cold world of mine. Still better than Aaliyah. Bro, we could have just had Sir do this. This could have just been Sir's song with J.I.D. It always sounds like she has rocks in her mouth. Oh my god, she has been rapping about the same shit for this whole first verse and now this second verse. My ass is fat, I have brown skin, I'm pretty in my mind, I don't age. And she's talking about magazines. She's like the female game. Bro, just give me the instrumentals, please. With the choruses and the features from other artists. That's just reminds me all this name dropping. She won't even name drop some of them. She'll just make references to them. Like we don't know who she's talking about. It says J.I.D. answer on the third verse. So I'm very curious how this is about to go. So I think he's just singing ad lib there. They're about to start now. See, I ain't okay with the way they try to portray over the media. Alexandria, Egypt, and Africa. Nefertiti was probably black as Roberta Flack back with the fro. Checking on my facts, because I be wrong, but I'm passionate, though. When I go to X videos, I'm always searching up the amateur. Look at me being managed. Wow. Sigma Bay, porn reference. Award winning. Yeah, that was fire. Snigger. Yes, good. Oh, man, this nigga came on a proud black woman queen Shaba Sabaz's song, and yeah, every time I go to Pornhub, I search Ebony like nigga. Yeah, amateur. sensational, amateur <laughs> again. Yeah, right. <laughs> again, she she picked four things she wanted to rap about, and she made sure to come up with every bar possible that stuck to those. Magazine references, famous people, or just broad rap references. Oh, nah, nah, my nigga. How she doesn't age, which is a lie, and how fat her ass is, which I don't remember. Like, ma'am, and it's constant. Like, what is the story here? What is what is the story in this song? I mean, look, JID, just that line where he said <laughs> Nefertiti was probably black as Roberta Flack. All Afro. of that internal rhyme just yep. in that one little mm-hmm. bar. Like uh. ghetto ballerina exotic dancers. What a lovely way to say a stripper. Right? <laughs> I I'm I'm I just I know people are like, man, y'all just be y'all just like being hard on Rhapsody. All the other female artists that we've talked about and glorified to the heavens. There is a reason. 
It's because of this. Like, she legit thinks that people just can't fuck with her because they can't get on her level or something. And that's not it. That's that's so not it. You just you doing enough. That's cool. Like you got fan, you got enough fans for just doing enough. Be proud you ain't gotta work like a nine to five, legit for real. Cause Lord knows, I would I should have started rapping 14 years ago. Not too late. Two chains became two chains. I know. <laughs> I think about it every day, dog. I'd be like, if I could just if I could just put these bars down on, on wax, that might change my whole life. I mean, you got a microphone. I send you some beats, man. You know, God. get that tape out. But it, it, get it just. I'll be your DJ. It's, it, a review of this album is not going to go well, especially if I'm reading these lyrics on Genius. It's not going to go well. It's not. Hey, man, all I know is this album averages, uh, I think, like a 4.8 across critical platforms. Is really? So, yeah, I'm not bullshitting. Why was she mad she didn't get a Grammy? Okay, let's see. All music is four and a half. Evening Standard four. Guardian four and a half. Hip Hop DX five out of five. The Independent gave it a five eight on Pitchfork. Uh, Q Magazine gave it a four out of five. Rolling Stone four and a half. Oh, you're talking about out of five scales? Okay. Oh yeah, no, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, yeah, I thought he meant out of ten. I was about to say, like, what the fuck? No, she got critical no, no, no. claim for this critical thing. Claim. Yeah, I don't get for it. Sure. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. The I don't. Metacritic average is a ninety out of a hundred. How many people? Eight, for, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a ninety out of a hundred. Oh god! This is this is like when you go to Rotten Tomatoes and there's a black show or movie and it has like a hundred percent rating and you realize only three people reviewed it. Yep, that's that's what this is like. I so. mean, it probably is what this is. Like. <laughs> I get it. I get it, man. Listen. The people who li- who went out, the people who went out of their way to listen to this album liked it. Those are her fans. Cool. I ain't one of them. Like this is I've now heard five songs off this album and it don't get no better. From what I can tell. And maybe I'm just too old for her album. Maybe I'm uh, just out of the loop. I don't think she's marketing her album towards the young folk. I feel like she markets her album to the young folk the way J. Cole does. They don't realize they marketed their marketing their albums to really dumb young people. But I ain't only ever heard people that are my age and older talk about Rhapsody and like oh really? Rhapsody. I hear yes, young sure. I hear young people talk about them. I feel like the older people I hear talk about Rhapsody are people who are always like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's like one dope rap female in the game. You ever you ever heard of Rhapsody? That is the type of person I'm talking about, but yeah. that's the only thing that I see. <laughs> I mean, I that get it. That person. <laughs> Them niggas be killing me because I'm on. I'm in a group on course, Facebook. They do that all the time, man. Only they be like, name ten dope rappers, man. None of these rappers dope. The only new dope rapper right now, because all of them whack and they sound the same and they rap the same. The baby dad, Megan, this they whack. Only one that's dope is Rhapsody, and I be like, nigga. Yeah, that that nigga. type of dude. They're very vocal on the media platforms that they're on. If I, I'm, I'm saying this, but I'm lying. If I made rap music and the only niggas that liked my rap music was niggas that hate all new rap music, I would stop making rap music. But I wouldn't because that <laughs> shit would probably pay the bills enough. I was straight up. <laughs> so you not have to work no more. But those also, I found it clearly it's not enough of those niggas in the, on earth for her because she never feels satisfied with her fan base. 
And those niggas don't buy music. Them niggas that be like Rhapsody is the best new rapper in the game, even though she's been here since 2005 on Dream Merchants. She is not. They, they don't buy her albums. Like these niggas bootleg movies on their fire sticks, dog. <laughs> like 222 times two, that's 444. <laughs> <laughs> she do it over there, yo. So the Maya song, I listened to oh, God. it because I wanted to hear the beat. The beat is actually fire. I'm not surprised. And whoever um, Kay Roosevelt is, he sings the hook. He sounds really good on it, and then she starts rapping. But these lyrics <laughs> are rough. He <laughs> says, some days I'm Morpheus, other times I'm just Trey, which means some days I need saving, other days I wear the cape. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> these niggas do you do she does realize that morpheus didn't do nothing right <laughs> he just found a white man that was actually the, the fucking virus oh, oh wonderful uh, some days I... oh, michael jackson told us all get off the wall nope nope <laughs> nope stop it don't mm-mm <laughs> oh, this is great. This is your queen. Oh. <laughs> this mother. Ooh, this nigga. Ain't got to say it in moccasin. This nigga that's racist. This nigga said, <laughs> man. Wow, that is racist. She that said, racist. she said, man, I'm going to do it like Jordan. Gotta check myself. I'm done. Done. <laughs> done. We might as well play it now. Yeah, we might as well play it now. The beat fire though. Because first I was like, oh, we can't chop up green eyes, but they actually did. He did a good job. I want to go listen to Idlewild so now. The beat. <laughs> She mentions Lauren Hill twice in this song, by the way. Huh? She mentions Lauren Hill twice in this song. She does. In the same verse. <laughs> you're, if you're confusing my boxing, it's me being boxed in. <laughs> Born ready like I came out in some cleats? <laughs> uh... What? What? I walked the moon before I walked the grave. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. First off, I'm going to read this whole line. Born ready, like I came out in some cleats, double lace to run the world with. They tell me it's going to be a long way. No, it's going to be a hard run. You ever ran in some cleats, nigga? (laughs) You ever ran in some cleats, ma'am? Yeah. There's a reason we only run in cleats by play. Yeah. God damn it. It ain't the one cross. I left that burden to Lecrae. I got a plot for every block until I'm king like Luke Cage. She watched season two. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, you know, you know how I know me and Rhapsody just don't click on a musical tip. 
if you were going to mention anything from Luke Cage, if it ain't Shades, Alfred Wood, Mariah, or fucking Bushmaster, then I don't know why we talking about him. Or even Misty Knight. If it ain't Cotton one of them, cool. who? Cottonmouth. Yeah, or Cottonmouth. If it ain't one of them, then why we? If you yeah. mention Diamondback or Luke, we know we won't click. We won't click. That's like mentioning Trish. We won't click. <laughs> Trish. <laughs> we Man, won't click. I'm really disappointed at how that turned out. Her character is actually cool. God damn it. Dude, I, because I, y'all already watched it, and I think I powered through it earlier this year. Hold on, I haven't watched it. Just what? the yeah. um Last season. Of Jessica Jones? Nah. Well, no, I powered through it and I was in there because uh, seasons two and three because I hadn't watched anything since the first one. And all I kept thinking was y'all talking about like, God damn it, Trish. And that's all I kept saying the entire time. <laughs> it's like, I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, said, oh, they, I, said, sure did. I said, they were not lying what was at I all saying? when they were talking about her. What did I used to say? Splish splash? Ass. Splish splash? Trish trash? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she, she, she just... It's getting worse. Like she perpetually got worse. It's bad. Well, we turned a good hour into a rhapsody <laughs> review. <laughs> this nigga tricked us into doing a two-track oh, rhapsody review. That was so fun, though. And this so is not fun. how her. Now, if her classes were going to go this way, then I would attend because I'm getting that easy A. But. That's not what's going to happen. I'm just going to be frustrated at the lengths people will reach to make this album deep. I mean, you're frustrated, man, but at least no, no, Twan, <laughs> if you're not going to say it right, nigga, don't say it. Uh, I'm going to get this on a shirt. You got to write, they got to write it on the shirt. Aaliyah is lie. That's what I'm just having on a shirt. <laughs> I've seen both. I've been on both sides of the graves. Some niggas just stand by the graveside. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I bet you so keep it great too. Lives, I want, I want they double that. They got two wives. I oh. really want this like two, two twenty-two times two. That's four fifty-four. It's what? <laughs> what is that? Is that like, a? They said that's an F. Times two. That's four forty-four. Like four forty-four. Like Jay Z. Why are we doing two twenty? Go there. But what does two twenty two mean? I'm I'm dumb now. What does two twenty two mean? Two twenty two. What does that mean? Like the song. I mean, the, you remember two twenty twos? Twenty two. You mean twenty two twos? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, we just saying it back then. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah, I I know twenty two twos. But she says like two twenty two times two. How many times she say two in that in that in that joke? What's twenty? <laughs> 22 twos is can I kick it right? Hold up. I'm about, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to bring it up. We about to do we about to do some Nas math. Hey yo, like, hold on. Two, hold up. 22 twos is um 22 twos is uh the too much West Coast dick licking and too many niggas on a mission doing a best Jay Z rendition. Yeah. That's 22 twos, right? Yeah. Okay. She she Uh-oh. clearly ain't never listened. Where it's got like the little weird skit at the beginning and end. Of yeah. Look at that. My boy, my most of my ex boyfriends all got two strikes. Mm-hmm. And at least two lives. Mm-hmm. I know niggas that double that, so we got two plus two is four. We're gonna double that four, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They got at least and they two got lives. they got at least two lives. Mm. Yes. But at least 
Don't but the lead still alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of drama is too live. The other two right there. But Aaliyah ain't alive. I wish we gave Aaliyah two, two lives. lives. Mm. To catch this wave on up, I'm going to need two tides. Two tides. Two tides. I'm my own verse. You better go to church and give two tides. But she go. says two times at the end. She says something about two uh, times at the end. Uh, <laughs> man, somebody do what's, what's that Nas math? I don't <laughs> Where know. Where we at? <laughs> Sometimes show, sometimes I show up with my girlfriend. I got two pride. <laughs> oh, good grief. This is so funny. It's so bad. No. How, how much, Matt? You just going to count all the times she mentioned two? I really have. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Sorry. Oh, 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 oh. I see what you did there, Brandon. <laughs> you deep digger. Mm. You deep. <laughs> I'm too sorry. Two oh. times two, that's 444. Oh, man. I love Rhapsody. <laughs> this, is, this, this is, is your so favorite. This is, this is so this Hold is on, so bro. Somebody fun. said, who is the person that said Gaya after she said like 222 times two? <laughs> <laughs> like 222 times two, Gaya. Yeah. That's 444. <laughs> like how you, you can't just change numbers into a time on a clock. And she and and like I like we've said, like I've said since day one to listen to her, she has a clear obsession with Hove. Like it's super fucking clear. And she she never stopped rapping about Hove. And there's twenty two of them, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. But it has to be two (laughs) hundred and twenty two. All right, I'm 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 a legit cow down this. Oh, you sound like we counting all the twos. All right, this is go. like when they counted how many times Tyler said "fuck" in that album. How many times Which did one? he say Goblin? Uh, I don't. It was one of them albums where they counted how many times he said the f word, and it was over a hundred times, I believe. Oh, that f word! I was like, oh, yeah, probably a lot. If it's bastard or goblin, no, it was. It was I'm talking about fuck. No, no, no. It was fuck. The word was fuck. Oh, the okay. I got you. It was probably goblin. Probably. I'm pretty sure it was goblin. It's one. Are you counting? He is. Yep. I'm at nine. Wow. You at nine? Counting by twos? Well, I'm at I'm at twelve in the first verse. We might get to twenty two. So You're happy. trying to get to 222. <laughs> she didn't think that deep. Oh, I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> oh, man. See, this is, see, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Is this is a this is Rhapsody one on one right now for y'all? Y'all so get a free it looks course. like Tyler said fuck 375 times on Goblin. I believe. I'm sorry, 325 <laughs> times. 375. Jeez, I, I guess I do too, but damn, that's a lot. <laughs> so somebody did a whole line graph for this, like in Reddit, frequency of yeah, curse of words. And of course, of course Goblin is at the top, like Goblin is at the top, but they also did. So they have a line for each word, fuck, shit, dick, hoe, bitch, nigga, ass, and, and the F word that we won't say. Right. 
And then he has the albums and he has the line. I gotta say, y'all, this is great. Somebody yeah, actually put, please do. This is this is how genius got started. Cause white boys get bored and they do shit like this. No, yeah, I wanna see this. Hold on, I'm about to put it in the chat. Cause I believe that. Alright, it's in the chat. He said fuck a lot in Goblin. Absolutely. His use of the F word has gone down. Like he didn't he had oh, a yeah. He, I mean, that's growth. It's, yeah, know, it, it went down to. That. It looks like it hit zero after Cherry Bomb. Ho seems to have stated zero after Bastard. Or oh, it went hold up. It went up. It went up after after Wolf. But then it came back down yeah. after Cherry Bomb. And the other F word, he stopped using it after Cherry Bomb, which is great. Yeah. Yes. Now, nigga fluctuates. Nigga starts off low and then it goes up. And then, and then it, it comes back down. It and takes and a nose dive. That is, that is, that is a, a word just like you say, and. So, it, I mean. It, yeah. Truly. So, look, it's, it's weird. Like, bitch, bitch, shit, fuck, and ass have kind of the same plateau <laughs> design for their lines. They all hit a pyramid peak on Goblin, and then they go down from there. Somebody said on Radicals, he says fuck 95 times. 95 times. I believe it, because that's that rock one. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that Ooh, is fine by the damn song. I believe it. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. It is, actually. It is pretty. Is Twan still counting twos over there? Oh, no, no, no. I was looking at the chart with y'all. Nigga, he just abandoned ship. This thing is a whip. On to the next one. Oh, no, no. I got to like 15. Okay. By, counting by I mean, twos? No, I wasn't counting by twos. I'm oh, you just counting the number of twos. But I was counting by each one. I was counting each one. Count each I was hoping two. to get a 22. So then I could go up there on Genius <laughs> and put it Sir. in. Put it, she said 22 twos, which is going back to reason. I was going to add a whole thing ready to put on Genius. Uh-uh. So I was going to get a whole account. Just to put this one annotation. Worth it if that had come to pass, to be honest. Mm. Warren. That's so funny where Ho is on, on Igor when the the first song, Igor's theme is Yeah, Ho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here we go. I'm already coming by a post where somebody else got this okay player. They're posting it, and people are like, "Oh, it's so dope that Rapsy's getting whole class talking about these songs that we just went and talked about." That this does not deserve any type of like credentialed educational discussion. But hey, I, I would say it pose a question. Other than Kendrick, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the easy one. Who would you what over the artist, like artist or album specifically? You would like to have a class on. Can we Jay-Z. do God like yeah, Jay Z is we can do but I would do I would say Nas. Man, a Ghostface class would be tremendous, DJ. I would sign up for that in a heart. I would absolutely say Nas, even though he's a one hot album every ten years. I would too, actually. Yeah, I would do Nas. I, I listened to a podcast last night while I was at work where this dude was breaking down Illmatic and like just why he liked it. But the guy is a producer, like he's a hip he's like an underground hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. And he's a producer and he was just talking about like all of the some super in-depth shit on like how Primo's programming his drums versus how Large Professor was programming his drums. And like oh, they got this sample and I was at like this record, like I had a record agent, like guys that find obscure records and try to sell them to producers. 
He's like, he's telling me about this joint. That's how I first heard about this song. So when I heard how he flipped it on Illmatic, it was blah, blah, blah. Wow. And it was just super in-depth. And it was really fascinating. So I would absolutely be down for some shit like that. I don't and think Illmatic it's a short list. It's a phenomenal album. I don't think it's a Not short a, list of albums that could a get a edu- like a, a college course discussion or rappers or artists in general that could get a college course discussion. I could We could go all day with that. I could name several, yeah. Yeah, sure. Outkast, yeah. Roots, Kanye, Jay. Nas, you could even name like if you wanted to name like Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper. Like, yeah, you could do classes on these artists. Run DMC, fucking NWA, Dre. Who changed the way everybody raps? You could do a class on Dr. Dre and then do a whole nother class on the Chronic album. Like, it's just the structure and pivotal what it did at the time. Of course, Tupac and Biggie niggas will lose their minds if we don't mention them. But even like Fat Joe. You could do out. You can do courses on these artists' albums because there was that depth, there was that talent there. Those shits, those albums were phenomenal and to a outcast, degree. I would definitely. Oh, Outcast, of course, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, you could do all. You could do, <laughs> like do a lot of artists. I would definitely go to one from UGK, even if you just did not even just albums, but I guess just sounds like the. Miami bass sound. Mm-hmm. That genuinely band. is the type of stuff I want to use. Or the, I would go to if they did like a Rockefeller Run course. Absolutely would go to that. Like I'm probably gonna skip a meal day, but I'm coming for the rest. of <laughs> A meal day would be uh, off day. I'm, so. be, I'm gonna be there for Skino and Sparks. Like, Dog. oh hell yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I would actually wait to see how many niggas' minds would be blown at how actually talented Young Guns were. Like and, me and how overlooked they were. It, yo. <laughs> I was about to say that exact same thing. Like, yeah, they they definitely had a lot of sleepers that people didn't take notice of because they just didn't they didn't get the push that they needed. Mm-hmm. But even like the whole dipset run with Cameron and crew, yeah, a lot of them niggas don't deserve course discussion. But Cam himself, the yeah, evolution of absolutely. Cameron from like horse and carriage days to where he's at now with <laughs> apple apple butter and chocolate sauce or whatever this song was called mm-hmm. i don't know i know what you're talking about what's the name what was the I name can't oh, remember. uh cookies and apple cookies sauce. and applesauce is that it i'm pretty sure yes hold on mm-hmm. it's something in applesauce mm-hmm. yeah Cam ron but yeah apple. cookies and some apple juice i think is what juice. it was cookies it was and juice. some apple yeah. juice jesus but you Cookies can do that. And some apple juice by Killer Cameron. I stand behind just the, stu- the structural layout of Saba's album could be done as a course oh, discru- yeah. discussion. Absolutely. So, like, there's not rappers that can't have it. There's not, it's, it's not like it can't be done. Just not her album. That, that mm-hmm. just, that ain't it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't like fucking Thundercats' new album needs to be studied. That shit is fucking phenomenal. You know, find me in the do rag. Thundercat don't have a bad album. Man, Dragon Ball Do Rag. I haven't listened to the whole album yet, but I, the when Durag, Dragon Ball Do Rag so came good. out, and I listened to that shit. Wait, that's the name? The I immediately Dragon Ball Do Rag is the name of his first single. I immediately oh, brought that vinyl oh, that after I heard that Do Rag. Talking about his Dragon Ball Z Do Rag to a girl. That shit is so yeah. great. Iconic already. Like, and the, exactly. And then the uh, in the video, he got all his chains on and. Yeah. Uh, Hey, you got to do right. So it's funny though, because it's all before that. It got Zach Fox doing an interlude. Oh, he's shit. Doing, he, he's like a pilot. You got Thundercat he said, in the uh, back. He said, he said, "We got." He said, "We got." There's somebody back there. 
Yeah, somebody back there getting sloppy toppy in first class. He said, <laughs> and he's wearing a do rag. He has hair. all his chains on. <laughs> hey, is it's that not a cat? cat. <laughs> My brother, and then it goes right to do rag. No, <laughs> that that do rag shit caught me, man. That song came on, and I was like, first off, I it rock do rags like this, and I was like, oh, new Thundercat. I didn't even look at the name of the song. I, no, it's I, so good. I love Thundercat, right? So. I'll have my girl listen to it and she will listen and be like, what are we listening? Cause she'll like, she'll hear all the nice, the music and, and then she'll hear the lyrics. lyrics. She's like, yeah. what is going on? Cause like Tron song is my favorite joke, which is just literally about his cat. He has nice. a whole song where he says, I wish I was a cat. And he talks about being a cat. And, and that's the whole song. Like, <laughs> you, if you, and, then, and, then, and then his, uh, his uh, ad libs will go meow, meow, meow. Like he does that in the background as he talks about, I wish I was a cat. But uh, like Thundercat represents what I would do if I had his ability as a musician, as a producer. If Thundercat is a modern like day, that, like Bootsy Collins or like Bernie Worrell from Funkadelic. That's like, exactly that the music way. I would make. I would Absolutely. make no nonsense music all the shit time. It makes amazing, funky ass music. And just out of his mind. Like Ashley on. walks around here all the time, and I'll just be singing some nonsense, and she'd be like, "What are you singing?" I'd be like, "A song I made up while pouring cereal." And that's what I would do if I had Thundercats abilities. I would just right. record the shit I made up while pouring cereal into a bowl, and that will become a hit. Do rag is that song? Rice are so fucking good. He can sing so whatever he wants. Isn't it dangerous? Like I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching some YouTube video, and Thundercat was talking about like his favorite bass lines of all time. And I was just watching him talk about it and like just be himself. And I was like, man, this nigga is like Bootsy Volume Two. It's incredible. Bootsy, that's so true. Because one of my favorite Bootsy songs is uh, it's called "What's the Telephone Bell," and it is <laughs> phenomenal. Like I absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> oh man, I haven't heard this one yet. It's yeah. so great. <laughs> but if you haven't heard Thundercats, Joy, please go go check it out. All right, man. Um. I do have one question. Okay. What's up? So, have anybody heard any updates on, or maybe, I don't know, if has they even done like a promo or for season three of The Shy? Like, what are they doing with the Brandon character? Oh, he's out. They come, they, were, they added like six gone, people. But like, have they said anything about like... I think they said they kill him. I think uh, they, they said they kill screen. him. Yeah, I think they said they kill him, but they added like six new people. Like Lala's oh, on the show now, yeah. That's one way to get rid of them. Just well, yeah. introduce a whole bunch of. Well, new they people. they lost a good number of people too. Like I think they lost the Sonya character, the woman that played his mom. They lost him. Oh, she's so pretty. Yo, my dad grew up with her. or grew up in the neighborhood. Like she's from Bad News. Really? So my dad has my she, dad. I always thought she was gorgeous. Yeah, my dad's stories about like her brother was was a wildin. In Newport News, like robbing niggas he knew. Niggas was wild in Newport like News that. back in the day, man. Yeah, he because my is from uh, the wire, right? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. dad, my dad grew up in Newsom Park, so he, if that's where they was from, Newsom is not a joke. Oh wow! But um, yeah, she wasn't on a lot of the season. Like she just kind of funked out. Like her character got bounced. He, of yeah. course, is gone. Tiffany is on the hunt or on hunters, so she don't need yeah. to come back. Like she's fine. She's on another hit show now. She's on a bigger show. That's a hit show yeah, on Amazon. She was good in the Hunters. I did watch that. Yeah. So she's she's good and gone. She I was in something else me. too. I think they said something with. I, I remember I saw an article. Something Carrie Washington and 
Oh, is she on she Little Fires? Little, little Fires everywhere? Yeah, she she, she plays, is. She is on Little Fires she everywhere. She plays like the, I guess Terry Washington's character, like a younger version. That makes she sense. She was phenomenal on it because she was getting all of like her. You know how Terry Washington does her faces. And, well, you know that show is crazy. That that every Little Fires everywhere is also a crazy ass show. Her and Reese Witherspoon oh, going at each other is perfect. I heard the book is good too. But yeah, so that I don't know about the shot this season. I really don't because I don't know how they're going to steer the direction. I think Lena and them are still involved in how this is going to go. Mm. Um, I'm 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 going to watch it to see what they do with some of the characters that I enjoyed because Brandon's story to me was never really. People kept saying he was the main character. I was like, but he ain't the character I care about. Like I care about the kids. And I care about the, like the one them. kid's older brother who was who was getting deeper and deeper into the drug game to a level he didn't even understand. Like oh, the rising to the top. Out? Did he get shot up? You talking about Reggie? Yeah. Reggie get yeah, shot up? Remember them them girls on that bike rolled up and popped in? Oh, that's right. Damn. Yeah, but full alert for all y'all listeners who haven't watched the show yet. Oh, well, I mean, this is my bad. So I'm sorry. Don't spoil it for anybody else. Okay, keep it to yourself. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things going on. So, but yeah, but also that nigga did. <laughs> we don't. Know. I didn't think Reggie died. I just thought he got shot. He just got shot, and yeah. then the, the big dude with the bad teeth and the shot every day, Yo, I'm taking this. Is my group now, Reggie. I'm surprised he didn't do that. <laughs> and like took them to the car, but that that's that's it. Like they didn't show anything else. Oh, that's, so that's, I don't know. He dude. could be alive. He could be dead. That's the and dude. That, just... See, that's what Rapsy talk about from both sides of the grave, sir. <laughs> sir, you are doing too much. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I know. We need. Alive, to, we we gotta address this. Middle. We don't. We don't have to address this. But I'm gonna address this real quick, and I'm sure people are gonna jump in. Um, I don't know how many of y'all saw the DJ battle between RZA and Primo, which is the only one I've sat and watched. Like the other ones I've really didn't watch them. I saw a little bit of T-Pain and Little John or whatever, but that kind of went off the, off the, uh, like off the beaten path. And they just started playing other shit. I didn't care about. So RZA and Primo did their little battle back and forth. And I feel like the battle was okay until RZA tried to play a Wu-Tang track that featured Nas. And I was like, nigga against primo you did that so of course primo came back with Nas's like and at that point i felt like the battle escalated or not escalated, elevated to a whole new level where they were just going back and forth with dope ass tracks right and that made gotcha. it really interesting to listen to watch and listen to and it was fun and they had all these history behind the tracks and like how they had actually communicated before to get features for certain tracks and how they talked to artists into doing them etc etc at the end of this, I don't know how niggas is doing this, but niggas are trying to keep track of who won which song during yeah, these battles. Yeah, scorecards and shit. Yeah, that's first of all, it's fucking weird. Um, because it's I mean, like it's, it's a, a live battle getting tracks off. Battle. It it's it's not really a battle though. Like I get it's a not. battle, but it's not really it's a fun. battle. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it's not fun to me because clearly it's subjective as hell. For niggas who showed up and was like, RZA got all better beats than Primo is. Like, you're not objectively uh, great in this shit. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Like, nigga, a lot of niggas. 
So that's where I was going with this. A lot of people after this battle leaned hard on whoever they already liked in the first place. So it was mad niggas that was like, yo, I know y'all Primo fans, but yo, RZA whooped his ass. And then other people was like, I know y'all RZA niggas is mad because Primo came through and bodied him. Nobody got bodied in that battle. I, everybody so a lot won. of people call it a draw. It was a draw because everybody won. They were both playing RZA classic and Primo shit. are two of the top five greatest producers of all time by most people's estimation. Listen, the, the battle was Absolutely. dope. I enjoyed it, but nobody won that shit, dog. Except us, the hip hop fans. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I wouldn't have even expected it. Like I said, if you put up RZA versus Primo, depending on how you like your particular versions of hip hop, mm -hmm. if you had either one of them as number one all time, I wouldn't begrudge your opinion. You yeah, know what I'm, I'm not gonna knock you. Exactly. Like when niggas was like, "Well, I think Primo gonna dust RZA." I was on the other side, like. Y'all, I just yeah. kind of went through Wu Tang's catalog. Listen to the beast and, um, yeah, exactly. There ain't no clear yeah. winner in this. Rizzo was a producer, nigga. He ain't getting dusted by nobody. Let me right. tell you that right now. Like, they need to do a Wu Tang American Saga version of Primo and Guru's life. Cause I would love to see, like, young Primo trying to figure out how to produce Coming tracks and shit. New York. Like, sampling and shit. Like, that would be dope. But. Even watching that show on, on Hulu, mad respect for RZA for as a producer, as a bong bong talking ass nigga. I don't know about all that. Y'all can have them conversations. All right, I don't want that. But when this nigga gets on the boards and starts playing songs that he produced and shit, yeah, there's no denying the talent that RZA is one of the greats when it comes to hip hop conversations. Cool. There is like, come on, if you have an opinion, negligible. Cards, or did he play all like mostly? Who who RZA? Uh-huh. They played they so it was funny. They would they would each remind each other, I think, of what songs they did. I know they have a list of songs they're gonna play, right? But I also think that each other every once in a while one of them would play a song that reminded the other one they did a song with the same artist. Oh, okay. Right. And that when so. they would go back and forth like that. But then Primo did shit like, you know, pull out songs he produced with Jay Z. And it was like Primo Rizzo with your Jay Z song. <laughs> Has a two beats in minimum, I think, on Jay Z, Nas, and Biggie's first two albums. Yeah, which is a ridiculous yeah. resume. Like nigga, he played it. the evils. Like he played the fucking evils, dog. I was like, nigga, <laughs> this nigga took it all Three the way back. Then? Yes. Holy shit! I had no idea. Fire. Like, I know he played. The e I'm pretty sure he played. I know he played something from a uh, reasonable doubt. I'm pretty sure it was the Eagles. And I was like, yo, this, this shit just went to a whole nother level. The Primo's talking shit now. He did a lot of reasonable doubt, right? Uh, EA Ski did Dead Presidents. Uh, yeah, Primo did the Eagles. Clark Kent so, produced on uh, Reasonable Doubt? Did, question mark? Uh, oh, yeah, he did the Eagles. He did the Eagles. He did friend or foe. Oh, he did. He played. He played the friend or foes too, Deidre. He played the friend or foe. Jesus, joints. he rocks. <laughs> Good God. What? Whoo. So yeah, let's see. Ski Clark Kent. He beats is so slept ski, on. It's Primo Ski DJ Irv Jazzo produced. Ain't no hey nigga. Mike, was Ski beats on your list? Uh, no, he wasn't, and he absolutely is like worthy of being Ski's considered girl. for that list. I know about Ski. I, I mean, Ski Beats did feeling it, my nigga. Like Ski Beats did feeling it. That automatically puts him on. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, at this point. listen, bro. I'm, I feel you. That was an oversight on my hat, on my behalf. 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, like, throwing shit. I'm just saying, like, I just got no, reminded I he did it. straight up didn't even think about it. Skeeted 22 twos, feeling it, and dead presidents, and politics as usual. Bruh, he did yeah, the exactly. best tracks he on there. He had to bring it back. He did the best tracks on there besides the evils. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it was Ski, Clark Kent, and Primo, basically, that did all of it. Also, it was just, it was a nice battle because neither RZA nor Primo makes similar sounding beats in any way, shape, or form or fashion. Like, at all. Oh, yeah. No, they got their own distinct sound. So, you would get, you would literally get some, like, and he scratched. Like, he did intro scratches to songs before he started them. That's why amazing, man. So, he doing these intro scratches that just shows you how dope of a DJ he is. When he does that... RZA okay. just comes in with some bong bong shit and it it all hits. It's all dark ominous Wu Tang shit. You know, yeah. it there was a, it was a dope ass battle, dog. Yeah, I, I need like, to see if it's archived somewhere because actually it's on YouTube, I believe, and they have the set list for each one. Yeah. Karate school. What? Them karate school joints. And that shit, they were fire. I got them joints on CD. I don't know about tomorrow. Oh, I got all the karate schools on CD. Yep. Yeah, they yeah, fire. Yeah, Ski did a bunch of other stuff. They I better learned about be. Ski Beats before I learned that he did uh, beats on uh, on um, Jay-Z's joint. Really? I just didn't put two names together. Because he did, he, he did stuff for him. He did stuff for some other. He produced for some other people. And I was like, oh, he did that Jay-Z joint. I don't think they up here, Deidre. It don't look like it. I mean, RZA got some shit, though, Look man. Like, hell yeah, RZA got some shit. I mean, like, like, people forget, like, no matter with all with all the drama that Wu-Tang going through, RZA produced a song on every person that's in Wu-Tang. Every time they dropped an album, there's at least one RZA song on it. That's why they made it. He already gives his TV. What? The world is my ashtray. <laughs> that's an amazing title of an that album that is Freddie Gibbs all. all fucking day yo <laughs> the world is my ashtray come get these butts I, I mean I love I will always I'm, I am a I love Premiere I think I'm a bigger fan of RZA than I am Premiere I'm a Premiere Fair. nigga all um, day and again both of them are I amazing like outside by like a hair myself like both of them are amazing, and like anybody who watches should just be like, though, if you like hip hop, you just got a treat." For me, <laughs> it's the, the only different the thing that gives that gets Primo to link one. I just like the samples that he chooses um, better sure. than the stuff that the, the what he does with samples. Primo just there's nobody like Primo, but and the artist that he does them with was always fucking perfect. Like Primo made a J beat, it was a J beat. If Primo made a big beat, it was a fucking big beat. Every Nas track Primo's done is dope. <laughs> like they don't if Nas would have just did all primo tracks for an honestly, album. Yeah, Nas should have been done a whole album. He should have been primo. done a prime. He should have done a prime before Royce and and Primo pulled out Royce tracks. Roy, Roy, primo pulled out Royce's first track that Boom, dropped on that MTV. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like that shit is nigga. But you that album was on it. That I don't know if the album that album was not that good, but that track was fucking fire. I don't know if Primo I'm did just the whole like, album. With it, with it, like and I love I love it when it comes to just for me when it comes to sampling like RZA is so underrated he, like his samples yes. are amazing his old soul samples and he and he just chops them shits up and just and makes he don't them even sound. really be doing that much to no, him no no but just, like I 
ice cream like the, the dose. sample for tears yo tears is fire <laughs> ice cream is a no sample like him just ice cream taking, is, yeah, ice cream him just taking awesome. that 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 piano it's like one second <laughs> of a guitar line in there and he just he took uh, like two chords for a piano and he's like you know what then i'm gonna make brooklyn zoo like it's just like right. just like yeah <laughs> yeah like, I, like, so supposedly he didn't make brooklyn zoo though who rizza did he do brooklyn zoo yeah rizza did brooklyn zoo I think somebody in the group said he didn't do Brooklyn Zoo. Somebody else did. Brooklyn? I thought I saw somebody in the group say that. I might be wrong. Brooklyn Zoo was produced by True Master. Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, wow. That's, that's what somebody said. I remember somebody said that in the group. Specifically, it was that comment that stuck in my head for some reason of all the comments I read this week. True Master did also do. produced Fish by Ghostface uh-huh. off of Iron Man. Backs the MGM by the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, a bunch of Wu affiliates. And I think he played there's Brooklyn Zoo. There's, there's, there's so many Wu affiliates. <laughs> yes, I mean, there's so, a ton of them. So many Wu affiliates. Okay. Like, he produced La Rumba off of the Rizzo's album, which actually I do like that beat a lot. Like a Latin sample. The song itself isn't really that good, but the beat is actually pretty dope. Like this, this like it was just it was just great hip hop. Like that, like I really hope somebody, once we can get back out, like somebody takes this. Because can you think how dope it would be? Like I will go to a live show and y'all just it, two of y'all just going back and forth playing songs, and I would just be Absolutely. like the 100%. greatest, have a great the time, greatest dance party ever. Like oh, you got that, and then you drop a beat, like oh shit. It was like, like Buster just, set at Rock the Bells. It was just a hit parade of awesome shit <laughs> and, all and, just, and everybody loves. And you just like yo, this is what we go do all day. This could be a tour, like this would be a versus. Oh, absolutely. Tour. And I will, and yes. I will be, I will yes, be. It, in it. Nigga, if trap karaoke can be a tour, this can be a tour, like straight Facts. up. This is a trip down, a trip down memory, memory lane, lane. Like which was produced by Q-Tip. Actually, I think mm. Q-Tip is another person that could get it. Like, he, like somebody, people don't want to go Q-tip in with Q-Tip. Destroy people with his catalog, Bruh, Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Q-Tip got three joints on Illmatic too, if I recall correct. Yeah, no, he yeah. just has one. He got one. Oh, he gonna uh, do is have niggas stuck in fucking one, uh, quest. Uh, one love. Primo did memory lane. He's gonna have yeah. niggas stuck in a tribe called Quest days for a smooth half of. The battle, like mm. you can just keep dropping classes yeah, from I tribe. Mean, if you just do, if you do if you just do tribe and his solo stuff, you still got more than enough to hurt more most. If people. he when he does he vibrant thing, he produced that himself. He produced that himself for himself. I'm fairly confident he did. <laughs> Nigga, no vibrant thing Even was uh, most of the album was Dilla. No, I mean, did he produce right. the song? though? was it all Dilla? When did he come out? I know Vibrant the thing? the most of his first yeah. album. Vibrant thing is an album. album. Vibrant thing was produced by Q Tip on the album Amplified. Because all songs were produced by JD and Q Tip, except where noted, and it says Vibrant thing produced by Q Tip. So yeah. this nigga produced Vibrant thing for himself. He had a song with Corn. He did. I forgot he did a song that, at the I end of that, that album. album. It was like more of a jazzy album. That was actually really good. No, I love Amplify. Amplify, yeah, the song, the song was corn at the end. It was was crazy. I haven't listened to that album in so many decades. Oh, because uh, uh, um, what was it just ride like let's ride like that's, oh, that's I still love one that of giant. my Yo. favorite beats. That beat is beautiful. That that's the uh, 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 dun, 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 yeah. man. Yeah. 
God, I love that beat. Me and you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be listening to this tomorrow while I work at my desk. Q-Tip produced Honey oh, on Mariah's the... album. Who? Q-Tip produced Honey by Mariah Carey. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. you. That's why they were in the, the remix video. He was in it. Mm. What? He produced... Oh, Temperature's Rising in the remix. Okay. And, and Q-Tip said, because you know, people were... Oh, he had the original. He had, he had his 50th... He just had his 50th birthday. So he was telling everybody, you know, thanks for the love and stuff. But he said he said he's work. He got he's working on like three more albums. Mm-hmm, I don't know that. what type of album, but he just said there's he got stuff coming. I've experienced. Uh, I met Q-Tip once, and it was for like ten minutes. I was working with him because he came out to do a uh, came out to do uh, on and on with Janet, and he's like the nicest dude I've ever met in my entire life. So I hope he's like that all the time, but Q-Tip is amazing. I would still, love to see him battle somebody. He still did one of my favorite uh, damn live shows. I literally, I think it was him and like the cool kids were opening or something for him. Oh, that sounds like a good and show. And we went, and this, and this, he did Renaissance, but Renaissance, that album hadn't dropped yet. So he did like some of his uh did some tribe songs, but he did a lot of songs off of Re- Renaissance. So anytime you can get a whole crowd rocking to an album, they ain't, they ain't heard never heard. Yet. Yeah, you got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then he did that. He did that jump with you know the song he got with Nora Jones talking about hip hop. Like he mm-hmm. he closed with he closed with that. Song. That's amazing. He could like he could like he closed with that song and then like just came down the crowd. And we were all just rocking back and forth in the crowd, like with him there, just like the. I've never felt so happy at a damn hip hop concert. <laughs> like, just, just <sighs> left the, that's such like, a just twine happy. way to put it. I've never felt so happy. This shit was great, man. <laughs> this nigga did songs with Esperanza Spalding. YouTube is versatile, man. Bro, Dog, he's all YouTube, over the place. YouTube out here just your 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 favorite producer's favorite producer. Right. I mean, Primo yes. Primo was. Primo's been doing stuff for all kinds of people. Primo played a damn Christina Aguilera song. I remember he really did. Like the basic album hers. where he did like five smooth joints on there are phenomenal. Yeah. Primo's a beast, dog. Somebody, somebody call. Somebody wake up, Alchemist. Let's get, let's get Sir. him on this. I'll battle the just. Wasn't he just, battling just Blaze with that clip I saw? Producers like besides they just did the T Pain and Little John. Little John. Oh, Little John. Now he's. I'm, what did he play? I'm, a lot of he didn't. You know what he didn't play? Bia Bia, and that set a lot of people off. Yeah, people <laughs> niggas was mad. <laughs> I think it's another one where you know you just a lot of people just. Associate him with you know fighting. <laughs> niggas was like, yeah. niggas was like, you losing. They was like, he little played, John, you losing. Like he got good at beats, like oh yeah, oh yeah, even like slow jam stuff. Lovers and friends, that's a little mm-hmm. John. Mm-hmm. Niggas was like, you're losing the T Pain. He's playing all the stripper club classics. Play Bia Bia. And he just wouldn't do it. Like he just would not play Bia Bia. Nobody. We still what don't know why. Playing? We still don't know why. <laughs> he still don't know what did he play he played oh, everything else I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go find his track list he just didn't play Bia Bia man I remember when that shit came the out the niggas kept asking did he play it already no. man, I was a freshman in college 
When yeah. I tell you niggas was like, I was like, I gotta leave because they about to fall uh, back. If you, like, oh, niggas, that's right. <laughs> I think kids don't remember from about 2001 to 2004, your ass did not get on the floor of a party or a club when one of these songs came on unless you was ready. This nigga said the 2004. No, sir. It was easily till 2007. Like high school time because who you with? Before all that shit came yes. out, niggas was yes. fighting on that too. Like, who you with? Uh, right, man. Damn. Put your hood up. No, you better, you better say something. Which, who is your hood? Where is your hood? I don't know. These little niggas be they they be playing their songs and stuff, acting like they hyphy and all that shit, dog. We was legit getting systems yeah, put in our goes hard, but also, man, be a be a. Come on, man. We were legit on, getting come fucking on, systems put in our car. Before we went out and brought Little John albums and shit. Like, we were like, dog, you gotta put them subs in the back first before I listen to it. I'm not playing this Little John album until there's two amps and a sub and a capacitor back there, my yeah. nigga. I won't even play Be a B in the car with us because that shit is just bass. That Be a B is just. There's a whole rumble that's missing. It's just a long ass note, just holding it. Oh my God. Just one long beat. Whole car be shaking. You know nails is loosening up. Your door gonna fall off one day. You don't care. You still. <laughs> I would hate being Lil John's engineer, man. Like I know that nigga's ears was bleeding in the studio. Def. <laughs> oh my gosh. The nigga stole oh my God. the same beat the two people made the fire. A legend. I remember when I first noticed that. I was like, wait a minute, this is the same shit. <laughs> he get away with this. I still don't know, but he did it. Smartness. Oh, right. What's y'all's dream producer matchup that may like assuming it hasn't already happened, even if it's somebody that's already battled somebody, what would be your favorite head to head? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I'm about to look look, I'm about to go look at my Spotify what albums that I got saved downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want to take it back in the day. Then you already had Primo and Reza. So I guess I would like to see Kanye and Just Blaze. That is an excellent choice. That would, that would, that would be, be that would, that's, a, that's a marquee matchup right there. We go, we go just trade Jay-Z songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, like, they just play the entirety of the blueprint straight down. <laughs> oh, I did this one. Well, I did that one. <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out is who I want Knife Wonder to battle. And I'm, I don't know who. J. Because, Cole, North Carolina. Sorry, stop it. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't put uh, him. I, like, I want it. I want to put him against No ID, but I can't because it's not fair to him. Why can't you? Nah, do it. Fuck it. Because I feel like No ID has, it would, I feel like No ID got a whole bunch of sleepers that knife just. It's all presentation, though. Yeah. So, you know, I could, I could put, I could tell you. That would be a good knife, knife and maybe organized noise. But what if they start getting into the outcast? I would shit? love it. I've listened to it. I was gonna put organized noise versus DJ Toon. Just have a side Stop battle. getting in my head, Twan. <laughs> <laughs> Please get out of my head. <laughs> that would be so But if you do, but who? Okay, so who so, do you put? Who would, do you put Juicy J against then? So you would have to technically put DJ Paul and Juicy J together, which yes. ain't gonna happen. Yeah. But assuming it did happen. I would like to see them battle uh, fucking, who was I about to say? I was just about to say this person. Mike Dean. You said yeah, Dean? Say, Mike Dean? Mike Dean. Mm. That's yep. it. Mike Dean versus DJ Paul and Juicy J. 
Mm-hmm. I was gonna look when you, said, when, when you threw in DJ Paul and Juicy J. I was gonna throw them into the DJ Tomb Judge. Throw all three of y'all uh-uh. against each other, uh-uh. <laughs> head to head, like a battle royale. Who wins the South? <laughs> yeah, because because two been around like two. He'd have had like eight names. Yeah, he'd have been around for exactly. No, like you'd be going back like back in the club at eighty nine. Be like, ain't that him? She looked the same. <laughs> what about a Zaytoven uh, versus Southside? Zaytoven the Metro. Zaytoven gonna start Atlanta. playing the piano and win yeah. everything. Yeah. This nigga just gonna make a beat on the spot. I've seen him. I've yeah. seen him do it in videos. He just makes a beat in like three keys and it's done. Absolutely, it's a Gucci hit. You know me. I'm. I'm just just from my hometown. Pharrell versus Timberland. Yes, sir. You know he mm. be, he goes every Sunday to his uh, church and, and just shickles the ivories, right? Mm. Incredible. Be like, Wait, hold on, Imagine piano for you. Because Zaytoven beats at church. Ugh. That's insane. I'm trying to think of somebody I want to go against Alchemist. Uh, do you want it to be somebody that also does like sample type shit, or do you want it to be like complete like Alchemist versus Mike Will or some shit like that? I didn't know. Yeah, I wanted somebody that's kind of similar. Somebody Mad that's kind of that's kinda underground. Madlib versus Alchemist. Damn. Mm. That's Damn. a heavyweight title mm. fight right there. Hey yo, who is doing? They have a lot of artists they work with. Matt, I mean, Alchemist did fucking. We gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Madlib got a song with Kendrick and Kanye. Like, no. hey, dog, no, who is the auto? Who is who? Okay, I know I got the name now. Who would you put Knots against? I feel like Knots I mean, got a bunch do of Virginia freakers. battle and do Knots versus Bink, which would be fantastic. That's the first day they came to back because I'm home. I'm hometown, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I'm hometown, and they that's both perfect. got hits. I know Knots got sleepers. Like Knott's for sure got sleepers that that I definitely didn't know or don't know he did. Bink still might have produced my favorite beat of all time in One Nine Hundred Hustler. <laughs> first things first. I fuck. I, <laughs> listen, Freeway's verse being what it is, that beat is incredible. First, no, hold on. That's his I introduction to the that. game, dog. Like niggas was feeling that verse. Watch what you say out your mouth when you turn on the phone and customers. Yeah. United Hotline, nigga. Oh my God. Get a job. Call Purdue. Click. Yo, who was the one that did the whole tape with him and Brother Ali? Jake One? Yeah. That's who Jake One. I was watching Jake One video on YouTube today. Jake One's a beast. Yeah, Jake One's a beast. Jake One versus Apollo Brown. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I don't know. Yes. I don't know which no. way we'll go either, but that's close. Jake, Jake oh. One got songs with like 50 Cent and Rick Ross and shit. Jake One oh, is no. versatile too, man. I mean, Jake, Jake One made a whole goddamn uh, album with Mayor Hart. Like, yeah, three, he did. Also, I did not know that Bink produced uh, Don't Leave Me by Black Street. I did not know Bink that. Bink is a fucking legend, man. Uh, Blink did Devil in a New Dress, like man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Whew, that's that's Smokey Robinson sample. That B flip and Ross just floating on it, talking about nothing. Ross, Ross is high as shit on that, on that shit, talking about being a goddamn pimp because like, he's just, high as shit on that so fucking good. song, dog. Like you can hear him blowing smoke into the microphone. 
Straight up. that song. He's high as fuck. Like, he that's why he flows so well. Turn your ass to stone. There's a Floated. Oh Looking God. at my bitch, it would give your ass a bone. Ah, <laughs> 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 damn it, Ross! Cherry Red, got Cherry a success is in my character. That verse is incredible, man. Rick Ross is incredible. Oh Nigga, shoes is lavender. He's <laughs> high as fuck eating chicken wings, dog. What? I never oh. needed acceptance from all you outsiders. Cash ciphers <laughs> are easy before his mouth was wired. wired. And... The I rap that verse so hard every right? time it comes <laughs> on. I turn to Rick Ross Light. <laughs> like, Rick Ross Light. Up. And for anybody that says like, Ooh. you know, Rick Ross is fake and all that, this nigga is the greatest actor Bruh. in hip hop. That's why I like his music. Niggas, I mean, he, listen, he fake, but you right into what he is talking about. He, he can yeah. be fake all day. The motherfucker can flow and can make a song. He can make a dope song. And that's like, all it is to it. He yeah. Phenomenal beat. It is entertainment, yeah. people. It is all about being entertained and vibing out. He picks. He, if he could have picked beats the, for some of these other niggas, they could have been great. What's the True. Uh, is it what Teflon Don? With Teflon all Don. Don. That's that's my favorite. Favorite. Yeah, Teflon Don. Is I went back. Listen, I remember listening there, and then I remember y'all talking about. It, so I went back and listened to it again. I was like, and before I knew it, the album was over. And I was like, God damn, straight up. Great. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's my straight. favorite one. That when I remember when that album came out, cause fucking super high. Yep. Keep with them damn scratches. I was like, I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like that whole album is. Oh. All right, it's like going. So no, I didn't know Bink did Swivel uh, from Earth Gang. Bink is a legend. I didn't know that either, but I still reiterate my point. No, we will be here for another hour. Hey, we got voicemails. I need to play his voicemail, and then we got to roll out. This is late, nigga. It's, it's getting there. We at two thirty-one. We've we've done a lot of music tonight, so thank God we got away from what's really killing us in the world. We talked about this Eve album. Shout out to Rhapsody. Or, or Rap this no. or Rap Dasadi. Yeah, y'all listen to the the new uh the Conway the Machine album, the Alchemist joint? No. no. It's out? Yeah. Well, okay. I know what I'm gonna listen to tomorrow at work. All right. Um, first off, shout out to every shout out all our new premium forty subscribers. Y'all joined at the right time because I just dropped our We Watch Ratchet Live for Venom. Oh good God. The things, <laughs> the things we do for y'all. Venom. Brandon enjoyed it. You need to stop. Venom is so much worse than I thought it was. And no, I, that's my first time. Venom is so oh. much worse. That was yeah. my second time watching it. Yeah, oh, like nigga. I That's forgot. I'm gonna have to listen to this shit too now. I you know, you know who I want to. You know, I want to see battle now that we're talking about battles on IG Live. I want to see Bane voice Tom Hardy battle <laughs> Venom voice Tom Hardy. That's what I want to see. Whole <laughs> y'all, if, if you motherfuckers, if you motherfuckers thought. You were just bored of the lot. Was a bad voice? Like, if you thought that was a bad voice, his Venom voice is atrocious. What are you doing? Don't do that. I am going to bite someone's head off. Like, why is he talking like this through the whole movie, nigga? 
god. Oh god. Also, he couldn't figure out which accent he wanted to use. Do I use the one my mama gave me? Do the what? Do I use the one I used in in uh, drama class? Like, which accent am I using? Am I from New York? Am I from New England? Like, where am I from? Movie is fucking awful. I can't believe y'all gave that movie eight hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ. Um. They did it though. Voicemail, and the second one is coming out this year with Woody Harrelson as Carnage. This is gonna be amazing. You saw that goofy ass after credit scene. Didn't did you? you see his fucking wig for being yes, Cletus Cassidy? I, I sure did, and I was God like, absolutely damn not. It. <laughs> no Y'all way. Feeling that roller set? God damn it! <laughs> Fresh roller. Un. They could have left him bald. It was they unnecessary to bald. give him the wig, dog. That was a Tyler Perry ass wig, right it there. Really, man. a white person's <laughs> Tyler Perry wig. Yes. All right, we got a voicemail, and then we're out. Oh my god, you have Ashley leaving the voice school budget? Amazing. Thank you guys. I needed that. Um, I'm the young woman that called maybe a week ago uh, in regards to uh, my sister-in-law traveling all over the world um, and wanting to come over and get her nails done. Um, yeah. I don't know what the hell she's been doing with her life because I won't talk to her anymore. Just fuck that bitch. Sorry. Well, sorry, not sorry. Um, Ashley, I hope you're doing well. I sent uh, some glass bottles and some reusable diapers. I hope you guys get them. If you don't, um, it's it's really soon. I I think I put in the order the day before yesterday, so we don't know if they're going to get to you guys. Um, I'm just going to keep tabs on it. I don't know what's going on, but, you know. The uh, restrictions are crazy right now. Um, I just wanted to say that you guys have uh, helped me get through this pandemic uh, the best way I can. Being in New York, it's tough. Everything is shut down in a way. Um, everyone is going through their own levels of turmoil, and it's it's a struggle. But having where's my buddy Acres, having uh the black guy who tits, having um nerdgasms, all these things are really great for me as a black woman in New York who was never really accepted as being a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker, like through and through. But like I'm not as hood as the neighborhood that I come from, Harlem, i.e. Um, but it's nice having you guys in wherever you are in your position to be the voice of kind of reason and I'm just happy for that thank you guys so much because it's hard here really hard I we bought a house like a year ago Uh, Brandon can uh, sympathize with that so like our only refuge is our backyard which I love but it's really hard for other people to deal with. Because my husband, he works for the uh, transit system here in the Westchester County of New York. And it's just hard because he has to go outside every day and I got to spray him down and make him undress in the garage. It's a lot of stuff. It's just, it's hard. And you guys just provide us with what we need. And I just, it's so hard that I just, my heart goes out to Deidre. 
I fucked up. I got cut off. Sorry. Um, my heart goes up. Deidre, we miss her voice. We miss her laughter. We miss her jovial presence. And I just hope that she's okay. And um, we want her back as soon as possible. I think I speak for everyone when I say we miss Deidre. Not like, oh, she's terrible when she's gone. No, we miss her because we know what she's doing. We know the position that she plays right now in this pandemic. And we just want to hear Deidre's voice to know that she's okay. All right. Um, um, Come on. You guys are amazing. Love you guys. And Joy was a joy last week. Oh, gosh, she was great. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just hope you guys are okay. We miss Deidre. We just, all our hopes and prayers are with Deidre. And we just hope Deidre. Sorry, I've been drinking. I'm home in New York. Well, I have his wine. Turn up. Fucking vodka. (laughs) But I think she understands. I think she would understand this more so than anyone else. Like, I need. Just to get by. Uh, I drink it too. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank you for providing <laughs> I'm drinking that ice that melted. Yeah, like this it. space for us to just be okay. And mind the slurred words because I've been drinking. Enjoy. <laughs> love you. Thank you. Bye. That's some real ass shit, man. Bro, it's I mean, up, man. Oh, I, I, ooh, New York. Listen. Like they they have it really, really tough. Um we have about I think like six either six, seven nurses that went up to New York. Um, you know, I mean, besides the fact that agency is paid is like uh you can make mm, I think it's up to now six thousand dollars a week after taxes go up there to health. But I mean, it is it is a lot going on over there. Like, um, one of the paramed our paramedic brothers is a paramedic up there, and he sent a video to um, his brother, like just the bodies that are. It's, it's they're they're so inundated where they're just in rooms, stacked up, not even in body bags, just wrapping sheets. Jesus. It's just so many because they can't keep up. The morgue is full. The um the funeral home saying they're getting like over a hundred bodies a day. They can't keep up. Just it's just so much. I think I read an article somewhere to the point where they don't have any space to bury them, so they're gonna be burying them on like Harp Island, which is I think where they normally bury uh, people who, you know, die in jail or like the unclaimed. Yeah, it's the unclaimed people. I read the same article. Yeah, like no space. And families are fighting to keep their people, their family members from getting sent there if they can't find like funeral homes for them to take them within a couple of Mm -hmm. days. They're struggling with that, too. I read people's responses about that. Yeah, it's a lot. Like Detroit's getting that way, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know with us, we have... um, we're not there yet, but um, they already have three big trucks, freezer trucks, just just in case. Um, so, but yeah, New York, it's it's 
it's very, very, it's sad up there. Um, so I feel for her and I feel for anybody that lives up there now. That That's a lot going on there. Um, it's just, it's sad. It's really, really sad. Yeah. So, um, Thank you for the call. And as we've said before, if you need, if anyone listening to the podcast needs to get anything out or they just want to talk or have somebody listen to them, we're here for that. Just leave a voicemail. We'll play it during the show. Um, and cause you know, there are a lot of people feeling the same way you are. So you can reach out, you mm-hmm. can use this podcast as a vessel to reach out and talk to other people, reach out and actually touch someone else. I know some people are stuck inside and they're going stir crazy. And everybody has things they're dealing with. So you definitely use us for that. If you don't know, the phone number is in the show notes. So if you're using a podcast app, just check the show notes and you should be able to see the number. Also in the show notes is the um, Ashley and I's baby registry link. And I've also posted it in the group. So I need to get some shout outs this week because um, put the link up in an episode a week or so ago. And now the people at the post office know me. Uh, through a P.O. box like that's why I walked in I walked in and I checked my P.O. box and there was like some stuff in it you know I have the little one but there was some slips and I walked up to you know to to talk to the receptionist the uh, the post office worker and I was like hey I got these slips for it and before I even finished she was like are you Brandon and I was like yeah she said "Mm mm-hmm we got boxes for you (laughs) I was like oh (laughs) okay (laughs) Um, she she said so. Y'all y'all having a baby? Hmm. You know what it is? Yes, it's a girl. Aw, your first one? Yes. I'm gonna help you carry these boxes out to the car. Okay. I'm like, you don't have to do that, but okay. I appreciate first baby privileges, dog, and it's a baby girl. I know. So let me um let me get some shout outs real quick. But Ashley is working on her own. She wants to thank people because like y'all have swelled her heart. So she is. She she's working on her own little thing, but I'm gonna go ahead and give these shout outs. Let's see. Um, I think I did I think I did Charnel and Jared. Asia, ma'am. The fuck, dog. Yeah, shout out to you, ma'am. Like, Jesus Christ. Um Summer, Tamika, Michael, thanks, bruh. Um, Karis, Vashelinus, thank you, ma'am. Um Bianca, thank you, ma'am. Quinita and China, ma'am. Uh, as soon as everything gets back to normal, we all need to have a beer meetup or <laughs> something like. Or you, you need to help me pick out a six pack because I, I won't. I probably won't be able to go out, but I'll still be able to sit in and drink. So I'll just get a home six pack going <laughs> or something. And uh, let's see, Elise, thank you. And I think some of these other people are personal family members. So I'll hold off on these. But yeah, thank you to everybody. Um, if I didn't mention your name, let me know. There's, there's just a lot of gifts I have to go through um, to to mention people's names. So, But uh, we're going to be well set. If we, we might not have to go anywhere but to the delivery room and back home, which would no, be perfect. Good. That That would be perfect. Because that's just, that's kind of all we're trying to get done you know there's always big gifts but like i'm not really worried about those like i'm more worried about do we have enough diapers do we have enough bottles we, the little stuff just around the crib like i had to make a run to, to cvs today and you don't realize how much money you can spend in cvs until yeah. you don't have shit and you need yeah, to go to cvs so yeah Man. yeah 
shit. So that was not fun, but it had to be done. So thank you everybody for the gifts. Thank you for anybody um, who might be using the registry right now to purchase the gift or anybody who's thinking about it. Yes. If you want to just send money because you don't know what to get us or you think there is no wrong thing to get. I can tell you that right now. There's, there's if it's no on the list, thing. it's already verified as being legit. Yeah, there's no wrong thing. But I know some people had asked about just sending money so we can get what we want. Listen, that's fine. I'm not really worried. Ashley is more worried about things. Like We got to start actually putting shit together now. That's coming boxes <laughs> because she's driving me crazy. She's, she's in her nest. She's truly, truly knee deep in her nesting phase. So, uh, or uh, more appropriately, yeah. she is uterus deep in her nesting phase at this oh, point. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's more appropriate. <laughs> so that's going to be our next project for the next couple of weeks. But thank you to everyone. And thank you to the podcast listeners. Thank you to premium 40 supporters. Everybody be safe. Take care of yourselves. If you're yeah, in Maryland, please. remember, don't go to the grocery store without your face mask now because it's the law. Oh, no, it's not the law, but um... <laughs> it's the law in Maryland. <laughs> Please make sure I'll I'll just say um, if you wear a face mask, if you wear a cloth face mask, please make sure when you take it off, do not grab it in the front. Nigga. Make sure it's grab it from the side or if you have it tied, grab it from there, wash it in hot water and make sure that it's completely dry uh. before you rewear it. Um, make sure you sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. <laughs> like, Anything that you touch, like you don't even realize the things, like even your seatbelt, mm-hmm. like stuff you don't think that you touch, like wipe it down, hand sanitizer. Please understand that when you go to this grocery store with these gloves on, we wear gloves at the hospital. We use them frequently, like as if take them off and wear new ones mm-hmm. because we don't like cross contamination. And that is what the fuck I see all the time at the, the grocery store. And then when I give them a look like, uh, bitch, what are you doing? They will look at me funny. Uh, no, because when you touch the cereal boxes, when you touch all this stuff in the grocery store, then what do you do? You go in your purse or in your pocket and mm-hmm. you go touch the wallet and then you touch the credit card and then you touch the grocery bag and take it to the car. Then some of y'all even bad as y'all keep those same gloves on all day while y'all ride back home like mm-hmm. you might as well just not wear the gloves mm-hmm. and just keep hand sanitizer with you like seriously DJ, <laughs> question how often when you're out and you see people with masks on do you see them pull the mask down to talk to people oh i see it all the time nigga if I see I one more stupid ass person, I, I, I see it all. Oh, I see it all the time. I saw I a woman it. walking around our neighborhood with her mask pulled down around her chin to talk on the phone. And I was like, you know what? Why do you even have it on? Mm-hmm. I see that all. Yeah. Oh, I see people eating with it. Mm-hmm. I see all kinds of things. <laughs> like getting, like, I understand. Like, I put, like, I have gloves. I put them on when I go in the store. Before I get in my car, I take them the fuck off and I throw them away. Like, mm-hmm. how are y'all getting in y'all's cars with these gloves on, bruh? What are you doing? And you can. The thing is, and if you wear your gloves, you can put hand sanitizer on them. They ain't like, wiping them gloves down, Deidre. They ain't wiping like, them gloves down. You really, and then I don't, and I think a lot of people don't understand. Like you really can't. Like that's even 
part of the process of the dominant dolphin with the PPE, the nurses or anybody has to go into multiple rooms. That's what they do. The only thing that they're changing is the gown. But the gloves, like they, you can definitely put hand sanitizer on your gloves. They're not doing it though. They're not doing that. They're just touching everything. Everything. You might as well not wear the gloves. What is, what is that doing? Also, if you but, touch it in a grocery store, it's yours now. Don't put that shit back on the shelf. It's yours. You said what? If you touch something in the grocery store, it's yours. And that's the thing too. Like people, t- you, but that's a natural. Like you do it. You, that's you're doing things that you normally do in a grocery store, which is the same thing. Oh, let me look at this box. Let me look at the price. Let me look at the nutrition label. Then mm. I'm gonna put it back. Nope, that's your let box me grab now. Something else. That's your. Box. Oh no, I don't want that one. I really wanted this cross contamination. Like I said, you might as well just not wear the gloves. That's your box. You just might as well not wear the gloves. I, if you, I know I be MIA, but if you have any questions, <laughs> do not hesitate to call in. You could uh, send me an Instagram message, a Facebook message, a Twitter message, whatever. Like, I don't mind because I, you know, I can give out good information <laughs> that'll help you out. I, I have no problem with that. So. Just want y'all to live. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for everybody who is uh, sending me well wishes and are concerned. Um, I, I definitely appreciate it. It is very heartwarming to um, to hear that stuff and then that y'all care about me. <laughs> so, so thank you. But yeah, if y'all have any questions about any of the stuff or even like like Brandon, like even if you want to vent, I don't, uh, that's fine. You know, just hit me up too, or just call. All right, y'all. Where's my 40 eggscom This is the podcast. We are the people. We will holler at y'all next time. Until then, stay safe. We out. Peace. <laughs>